three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. Welcome in. It is episode number 137 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And of course, the main event. Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis. You guys should see how AJ does the show. Like, he's literally, he couldn't be more comfortable right now. He couldn't right. be. Like, he, this is essentially, it's like sleeping and then a half step above is the position that he finds himself in for doing jobbing out. Like, he could not be more laid back and relaxed. You're just lucky he puts on clothes. I am lucky that he does choose to put on clothes because I got the camera up for this, and I, uh, I do appreciate him doing that. We got a lot to do this week. We will, of course, go over what happened, um, not just at the pay-per-view, but more importantly, our picks for Hell in a Cell this week, and we'll find out who it is that owes us a performance. Also, later on in the program... Chris Sabin from Ring of Honor is going to join us, a uh, new Ring of Honor tag team champion. Uh, looking forward to uh, Global Wars coming up uh, this weekend. And so we'll chat with him about all of that. That's a little bit later on in the program. But we made a bet, boys. We made a bet. We uh, Before we get to the results, we do – there's a bit of uh, housekeeping that we have to do about the bets. Mm-hmm. Be- is there? Yes, actually there is. Because in the past, as, as jobbing out policy, if there has been a major change oh, oh, to oh, a match... Oh, let me, let, me, let me cut you off. Aaron wants the Baron Corbin match not to count because he didn't pick Baron Corbin. Well, because in the past, as part of jobbing out bets, we always have thrown out... Any, if there has been a major change to a match, we have always thrown that out. It's hurt me in the past. It helps me here, yes. But in the past, we always have done that. That have has we, been to this. Have we always done that? I mean, I can't. We? We've we've done it several times in the past. I'm, I feel like what we've attempted to do. I don't remember throwing anything out. I remember. I'm pretty like, sure at WrestleMania when the Hardys were thrown into the match, oh, yeah, we, all we lost still that counted. Pick. We still well, counted that. Did we? I mean, we all picked the same thing anyway, so it didn't really well, end up mattering. I don't remember if we, we counted count. it or not. Well, but I'm. I'm. What I'm saying is, I don't think that there's ever been a policy that says that we throw. We, a we've pick definitely out. we've definitely thrown picks out because of change. We threw the. Um, when Nikki Bella uh, replaced Eva Marie at SummerSlam, we threw that out because that was a change. We, uh, there were a couple other times as well. But in the past, we have. Okay, give me the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is if I had known it was a triple threat, I would have picked Baron Corbin. Give me the reality of the bets. Oh, then- they're, they're rea- you're safe. Everybody, right now, everybody else sings. Right now, it would. You're the only one safe. So you, you would so just get out of it. I would singing. get out of it. And everybody else would sing. Yes. It'd be it'd be AJ and Mix. It would be AJ and Mix. I thought AJ, you never lost these things. Whatever happened to that? Well, I, I do lose sometimes, but it feels like I don't lose because I'm the only person that ever actually pays their fucking <laughs> debt. I do need to do that. You're right. All of you have yes. not, multiple. We, we, we have outstanding bets. He's not yes. wrong. About multiple that. outstanding yes. bets. Not, Each and every one of you. Not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong about that. Uh, so does Vernon Davis, and, for what it's worth. Yeah, Vernon. <laughs> 
And at the same time, I did one of the most glorious payoffs ever last week. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly what we asked for, but it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. So I didn't I, know the words to the song. Well, so the, but, the rest of us pull up the lyrics. You think we know the words to every song we've sang on here? Uh, yeah, I actually think every song that we've sung on here, you knew the lyrics to. I clearly didn't know the lyrics to Like a Prayer. As yeah, we you, I didn't know those at all. Um, look, I... I believe the way we've handled this is when there's been a change, you you petition on Twitter to say, I would like to change something. I saw nothing from you well, in I the found immediacy. Out as it was coming out. Well, no, realize. you found out during the pre-show that it was I, well, I didn't watch the pre-show. Well, that's on you, dog. <laughs> that's on you. You found out that there was going to be a change in the match. It was not – it was known. It was on social media. And you didn't immediately say something like, hey, now that there's been a change, I would like to change my pick. Would you have accepted it if I had? I think if it before yes. the match, yeah. I think if there was before the match and there had been a change, it feels a lot like after the fact. Now you're trying to change what? your pick. I mean, my big thing is I feel didn't... like that. It's what's happening. Yeah, I will. I will say I will accept whatever the verdict. But in the past, okay. I just want to make it clear though that in the future, if it's changed, we still go with it. I think that what happens if there's a change, then we all agree. Like okay. if you want to change your now, this is it's going to hurt me more than anybody else because I don't typically watch things live. Although I did watch it live. Although more and more, I'm watching him live. Uh, uh, Mark from Perry Hall's been having me over, and I appreciate. There we we're go. Sh- oh, we're now sharing. Watched, our- were, you, were you watching Raw live? On yeah, I was. And by the way, you couldn't be oh. more wrong. Holy so when, shit! So, so when so when the Miz never got booed once. What do you mean? Years, you're insane. The, the, the last the last like thirty seconds was constant booze. You were right. Okay, you cheered at the, the beginning, first, and the first twenty minutes were all cheers. No, they weren't. There was the you it's deserve different. that chance. I went back. I was actually going to pull the audio so I could play this. So AJ, please, AJ please well, you know what? We got to save this please. for Raw. We have to save this for our Raw conversation. Please we'll do. get there. AJ sent out a tweet that I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting." And then I was because I was not watching live, and then I watched it and I said. What in the world is he talking about? Like this is he nuts. only got booed because the shield came out. No, he got as soon as he said. Well, actually, yes, it was, but not because of that. It's everything you like Miz at first because he's funny, and then he just wears you down, and you start booing him. That's the greatness oh, of the Miz. He, he can always until Roman Reigns and the Shield were on the stage. Well, I thought That's nobody what... liked Roman Reigns. I thought that was no people still booed Roman when he came out. There were, he got more. There he were got a more few boos. Yep. Mm-hmm. But anyway. people booed Roman. Anyway, we'll get to that during Raw. In the meantime, I believe that the policy is when there's a change in the match. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I, I will. I will accept that. You say right then and there because then it sounds like you're straddling. You- what is the song I'm supposed to sing that I obviously probably won't know? Ario Speedwagon. Uh, can't fight this uh, feeling. This is so. St- but I'm you like- know it. You know it because it's on that. What what commercial is it on? It's on one of those uh, commercials that's being played constantly now on also, like every I, show. One of these days, I'm gonna get to pick the fucking song, and I'm gonna make you guys sing little. You can suggest Bur- something every week, Dick. <laughs> no one's ever said you're not allowed to make suggestions. But I just don't like doing the songs because you guys always pick white guy songs. Well, but that's part of the funniness. That is that is part of the humor. Not when ha- not when most of the people that have to pay off the better white guy. I don't know if you remember correctly. I sang. Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. By your choice, which made it funny because you picked a song that didn't suit you, right? That was the idea. But you guys lose more than I do, so therefore we should pick. I feel like you sung more than. <laughs> I tell you what, why don't we? Why don't we have two different? Like if you if you, <laughs> you lose, lose, you sing a white guy song. If we lose, we sing a black guy song. How about that? That's, ooh, right. yes, it's it's not our that there are no young, memes young with rap thug, song. I want Young Thug and Little Uzi Vert to be in your. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, we your, can do that. We can do that next month. That's right. fine. We'll do that. In the meantime, the point is that all you motherfuckers got to sing, right. and I get to sit back and enjoy. There you I go. Get to sit back and enjoy. 
All right. Um, thoughts from the pay per view and from SmackDown this week. Numero uno. Um, I, 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 I don't. I, I think that we all knew there was something coming with Sami Zayn, yep. so I don't think there was anything surprising about what happened there. The weird part to me was like. On Tuesday night, did you guys feel like when they were doing the no Sami Zayn, no Kevin Owens, like they were immediately going to break them up again? Like, did you get the sense that like it was weird? Well, part of it is just Sami is so earnest and so sympathetic and so likable. He's kind of he's, a weird heel. He's he's not a heel. Like everything he said, the way, especially the way he said it, you're and like, the way he like, is. Yeah, Sammy, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you kind of have a point. Shane was a dick. Yeah. And he was kind of a psychopath who got involved in his own thing despite saying, it's not about me, it's about the show. I don't know, dude. Like, I, it, and I think that we all know this is leading to, an, I mean, eventually that's where we're going to get, is it's going to be another Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens moment, like another match at But some I, point I think along. it could be a little while. I you mean, think be, they roll with this for a I, bit? I think they yeah, could. I do. I, I, think I, think that that this, I think that this goes, this is a feud that, like, the, reason, the way that they do it is they have uh, Sami and Kevin still feud with, Shane, and then that's how you get uh, Triple H involved. Yeah. So you think it, it uh, there's a Sammy Kevin Triple H Shane maybe a Survivor Series type? Yeah, of Yeah, they yeah. might pick and they might pick their other teammates. Yeah, like that. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's interesting, right? Like, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think you do this if this is going to be a. I mean, this is a dramatic move for Sami Zayn. This is the first time he's I been a heel question, at any point in his career. I think the question becomes, how do you keep it different than what you just did with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho? How do you keep it from being sarcastic, best friend, buddy cop thing so that it's a little bit different? Um, how does it benefit Sami Zayn? How does ultimately he walk away from it having been benefited? Because like right now, there's no world in which I think it's okay. Well, he's going he's gonna to benefit from it because he's actually going to be on the card. Well, that, I mean, yeah, there is, that's okay, that's fine. He's, he's that's benefit. fine. You're he's right a, for now. He's in a storyline. What I guess I'm saying is coming out of it. How does Sami Zayn Well, coming out of it when it fits. I mean, the way it happens is this is how I honestly see this all playing out. If I had to write this, if I had to book this, I would have Kevin Owens eventually face – Triple H at either the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, eventually, that's the play for me, right? Then, coming out of that, because we're all assuming Kevin Owens is going to win that match, he ends up getting a title shot from whoever's the the face champ at that time, whether it be, you know, AJ Styles or Shinsuke or whoever it is, that's the champ at that time. Or going to be champ forever. Yeah, maybe. But uh, (laughs) you, you, you get the, he's the champ. And then you have the whole situation, same exact situation you have with Chris Jericho, where Chris Jericho's helping, I mean, uh, Sami Zayn is helping Kevin Owens retain every match. And then eventually, just like Chris Jericho, they break up and you give Sami a title shot. Now, does Sami win that title shot? I don't think well, so. Well, one, Chris Jericho didn't get a title shot. He did get a t- well, he did, but it was for it was a title match with the U.S. Title. Right, it was for the wrong title. They right. effed yeah. that up royally. Two, he didn't really come out of it great because they didn't have to have Chris Jericho come out of it because great he was because leaving. he was leaving. Right. And that's that's the concern I have is how can both – nobody's got a concern about Kevin Owens because, for God's sakes, Kevin Owens is is gold. It's – I like it. It's good for Sammy. Everybody agrees it's good for Sammy and we all like it'll Sammy give Sam, It's good. It'll, the reason it will work out better at the end of this for Sammy is because people will have a reason to care about Sammy again. Here's the thing. It can't be worse for Sammy. Sammy was a complete non-factor. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's an argument for that. You're, like, right, you're absolutely right. Like, like, I, I think that's I, – I, I rarely say this, but I think that's something they can figure out down the line. And, and I, that's, it's a dangerous uh, game boy, to play. Yeah, right? But just because I feel like, you know, 
he was so low coming in that just the the exposure for the next four, five, six months, whatever is going to be, is going to be good for him. You can figure it out there. And no, this probably doesn't lead to Sami Zayn is the main eventer we all want. Or, you know, the, the true main event, he's going to be the WWE champion that we'd yeah. all like to see. This probably doesn't directly lead to that. But if this puts him solidly in the upper mid card, if this puts him solidly in the title, like he's never even right. been he's in an IC or US no, title. I hear you. Picture. I hear you. I guess my argument would be the way that you can make this really work for Sammy. You can, yeah. The way that you can do this and the way that you can make this, and I, I'm, gonna say, I'm not trying to say you make up what happened a year ago. But a year ago, you had your blood feud. You had your WrestleMania championship match that should have been the biggest thing in the world. Yes. I think you can pull off the same thing with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think you can make oh, you this absolutely can. over the course of the next six months something that by the time you get to WrestleMania, you are so desirous of seeing these guys in a blood feud match for the championship. The problem is there's so many guys that are a part of this picture. There's so many other things that we want to see with the championship right now that if you say, hey, we're going to point this towards Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, that it was a very different world a year ago. That was the obvious choice for the Raw championship. And they were also setting it up since August. Correct. Like they, they had done a lot of work on this that. This year, we're talking about AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura and all of these other guys that we would like to see in the championship picture. I don't know that you can as obviously get there with these two guys, but... Hey, if I if I had to, if, if I have a question for both of you, all right, you got to pick one of these three things. Which one would you rather see? Would you rather see Kevin Owens fight for the WWE title at WrestleMania with Sami Zayn in his corner? Mm-hmm. Would Would you rather see uh, Sami Zayn win the Royal Rumble and that way get a title match at WrestleMania on his own? Or would you rather see a WrestleMania match, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn? Probably the third. I, the only reason I don't say the second is because at this point, again, I, I really think that this heel turn for Sami Zayn, it's so, you know, at no point in his career, to my knowledge, has he ever been a heel. I don't want to see this as a two-month, let's get over on Kevin Owens, and then we're going to turn around and have him win the Rumble type thing and turn face, you know, doing that. I don't want to see that. I want to, if you if you're committed to this being a heel turn, I want to see it play out. Uh, so I in those situations, I'd rather see the uh, the match. And I guess you know that's still a face turn for him, but I don't want it to be. You know, yeah, you, it you can have to come quite as quickly. You, you, can, you can play it off in the a, a face turn in the beginning of March. I, you know, it's an interesting question, man. I, are you saying in the scenario where Sami Zayn wins the Rumble, he doesn't face Kevin Owens at WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah, I don't really know that I can. I can create a picture where there's a Sami Zayn championship match that makes that I'm more interested Jinder in. Jinder Mahal. But then what was the point of going, like, you, you tie up everything with Kevin Owens before WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah, I don't want that. I, I, I don't want that. I, I, I love the idea of a blood feud, man. And Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn is always a blood feud. Like, it's always going to be that way when you get there. Now, again, Aaron's pointed out the timeline is you would have to speed it up a little bit. But I think when you're dealing with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, you don't have to BS anything in order to speed that up. It's very it's it, he can be reminded of who Kevin Owens truly is. Like he right. can he can say all the things that he wants about Shane McMahon and then within 2 months remember exactly who Kevin Owens is and how willing Kevin Owens is to, Kevin Owens is to step all over him. Um like you could do a scenario where Kevin Owens wins the Royal Rumble, eliminates Sammy at the end, then Sammy gets a title shot at the next pay-per-view wins the championship and Kevin Owens the Royal Rumble winner faces Sami Zayn the champion at Wrestle like there's that a works. lot there's yeah. a lot of things that you could do to make it work 
And to get there, I think if it's Sami Zayn in a championship match, it has to be Kevin Owens yeah. in order for it to work at WrestleMania. But, you know, I, I don't think we need to circle WrestleMania. This is something that I feel like, you know what I'd almost like to see? Really stretch this out. Go almost a two-man power trip route with this. You got Kevin as the champ. You get Sammy as the uh, United States champ. Them as a heel. You carry that through Mania. And then sometime between Mania and SummerSlam, you start uh, putting the, the rift between them. And then you have that as a SummerSlam match. I mean... I'm fine by that, you know. Like I'm, I'm. I hear you. I'm fine by that. I just want to see another pay per view match for Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Oh, That's all I care you're, about. You're going to see that. Yeah, There's it's, not it's, even it's a very question clear. about no that one. About that. There's no doubt. Um, so, and and I think we all agree that that Triple H is going to end up getting involved. Oh, but it's question. it's super awkward. You know what I mean? Well, like just the whole raw thing. Is yeah, I mean it's it, yeah. it's awkward. But I it's gonna you, happen. You you can write around it. You can write around the awkwardness. Um, that's the least concern i have about all of this oh, i agree and i was well i do think the timeline is is it is it immediate is it survivor series or are you trying to hold it off for kevin owens and triple h at wrestlemania that's yeah. the only question that i have at this point i just love seeing stenerico again like there oh, yeah, I mean, th- that right. team is was a huge part of me getting into indie wrestling so right. just as a fanboy, like it's just glorious to see that again um let's touch on some other things that happened so shinsuke nakamura does not Win the uh, the title. He I, lost cleanly. Yeah, I um, I, <laughs> I, I'm I, starting to realize that this is all Aaron's fault, and the reason why it's Aaron's fault is because Aaron and assholes like him bitched and complained about. Well, Jinder Mahal a month ago, he was the, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. he was he was losing the fucking Rojo Rally. Yeah. So now. WWE is going out of its way to make gender go over on people that they actually want to win just to prove that gender is quote unquote worthy of the title. But he wasn't going over people cleanly until Sunday. He, the, I, he, he went over he, – he's go, I didn't say he went over people cleanly. But I'm saying that this people. is – why is he going cleanly over – why is uh, Shinsuke okay. Nakamura the, the first – And let's be to, fair. Let's not – To end the feud. That's why he went over cleanly. To well, okay, end there's, there's something the, to be said for that. But also let's not pretend like there wasn't involvement from the Sings. But, and there wasn't but, a distraction or something like that. But they made it very – you know, it, it wasn't that the ref was out there for 10 seconds no, and he kicked out. I'm, I'm saying that was, that was by far his cleanest win. His cleanest, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, it was his cleanest win. There's no doubt about that. Look, I think it's... Well, and that's how you end the feud. And that's how you continue to get Jinder Mahal But they didn't, they didn't end boot. the feud that way against Randy Orton. And? I, that, but, so they can't move in that way against well, Jinder Mahal? Yes. I'm saying that Shinsuke I mean, uh, Nakamura should not Nakamura. be losing cleanly to Jinder Mahal guys, right I think now. He, uh, and guess what? And guess what? And that's why they did it. So that he could to get be booed. An, to be an asshole? No. <laughs> so that, right. For him to get booed. Right. Right. There, that, I mean, there is there is something to be said for that. I don't disagree. Also, got to keep in mind that none of this matters because he already wrecked SmackDown. So nothing that's happening right. really. Remember, Fact. he ruined the show he did. because he was the champion. He made he made WWE Network subscriptions go down in India. Yeah, yeah, that was what happened there. I, I heard that from someone. I just can't remember who it was. Well, that, that said that last that. thing I said was a fact. They made oh they made him go down. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, I, obviously he did, but w- network subscriptions in India have gone down, which is interesting. I, I don't think there's any direct yeah, correlation, but I'd just like to point that out. The more of the story. I, look, they're clearly invested in Jinder Mahal for some time for some reason. I just don't I, – I don't have – I guess they're it's – They're invested a, in Jinder Mahal to shut up Aaron and his cronies. Maybe, but what's – okay, so who's – So what's the end game? Who's ultimately getting over on Jinder Mahal? Who, AJ Styles. Is it AJ? And when? 
WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. Okay, I think it's in, I think that to me is interesting. It's interesting if they drag this like if they think now that they've built such a monster heel that they they can't have anyone. And that's totally by the way, I'm good with that. If WrestleMania is the comeuppance for a monster heel, I'm fine with that. That's a big moment. That's a cool thing and you keep this going until WrestleMania. Did it hurt Shinsuke Nakamura in the process becomes the question. I don't it didn't I don't I think I think the in game this remi- this reminds me a lot of what I've noticed from WWE recently, more so recently, is that what they do rather than like like they I think they're learning from Finn Balor in the sense that instead of giving the guy like if Shinsuke would have won on Sunday, he would have absolutely deserved it. No one would have had a problem with him winning it, right? However, they've in the recent history decided to like try to prevent people from like from like attaining the goal that they have like immediately once they do it. I, I mean, yeah, there's always having someone chase, having yeah. someone. Yeah, is, but no, but what I'm saying is like not like. I think that you don't want to push someone too hard too fast. Not even just that, but I think that Shinsuke got into this title picture. Like the the thing that the match on Sunday proved to me is I think that Shinsuke got into the title picture in order for him to not ever win the title, but to instead just be in the title picture so that when he gets out of the title picture, he can go against whoever was winning the U.S. title at that time. And now it's Baron Corbin. And now you can have a Baron Corbin Shinsuke Nakamura feud for the U.S. title, and then you get Shinsuke the U.S. title, right? And then he with that, and then come around next year gets a shot at the title. Like that's what I think that the in game. I understand. I would have liked for them to do something like that with Bailey. Um, I I understand exactly what you're saying. I don't have a problem with it. I, did you need to put him in the two t- championship matches in order to accomplish that? That's that, that's so. kind of my problem. I, so I think so because who else would you have put him with? Put him with Rusev. Put him with yeah. Like there are guys. How does that make him better? Like he got more reaction from gender than he did from anyone else he ever faced before. That's probably true. But I mean, well, okay, there wasn't a lot to work with there. It's not like he had worked with a lot of people before he worked with uh, uh, Jinder Mahal. I know, Um, but that's what I'm saying. Right. I. I'm not telling you that I think the answer is no. I, I. It's interesting to me. I am disappointed because I'm a Shinsuke Nakamura fan. Right. I don't think this is necessarily awful the way that some other I think it's way more awful that they had Rusev lose again. I think that's well, way more awful. I agree. They than, they've given up on Rusev. Right, but that's for that, whatever there reason. Are, there I don't are know things, why. There are things that I think are awful. I don't know that I think this is awful because one, I think Shinsuke Nakamura can remain transcendent and to some extent in the same way that you can say some heels, wins and losses don't matter, you can make the same argument for Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, we didn't love Shinsuke Nakamura because he won. We love Shinsuke Nakamura because he was an entertainer and because his entrance is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, that's the reason why people love Shinsuke Nakamura. So I think you can survive him losing a little bit. I don't think that's the end of the world. Yeah, um, because if, if fans are like people because they won, people would like Roman. Uh, right. Well, you've told me that he loses. You, you have said that, though. I've heard he that from lose. you. He does lose. <laughs> he did eat. He did eat the pin at SummerSlam. Yeah. It's weird. How long did it take this week for we get? I was thought we would get to the Raw segment before we talked about Roman, but as it turns out, not going to be the case. I need to bring yeah, a bell. I need to go yeah, to the doctor and get that bell. Um, look, I, I, I think he's going to be okay. I, I think it's interesting in where they go with both of them. Yes, Baron Corbin would be an option for Shinsuke Nakamura. That could be a direction they choose to go. 
Um, and do they immediately slide AJ Styles into the the heavyweight title picture? Not, not if he's not going to win till Mania. I mean, right. So yeah. then, then, then who is it? I See, mean, I, I'm and I'm hoping it's AJ because there's another possibility that Randy Orton. No, oh. no. Who? John Cena. He's a free agent. He's a free. He's going to be coming back on the New Year's. You right, know and that's that. and that's the thing he hasn't done. But okay, but that's still a long ways away. It's, yeah, no, I'm. I'm okay, so yeah, I'm and, saying who now? Oh, who, well, now you go into a, you can do a Survivor Series match. He if already you announced you don't, he's coming back. He already announced he's coming back for the New Year's show. No, uh, there there are house shows. I, I don't remember if it's. It might actually be Raw that he's announced for right now. So that wouldn't be the case. But he he has been announced for shows in January. Uh, uh, card is subject to change. Well, yes, obviously, card is subject to change. But, um, I mean, do you believe he's not going to be around for the Rumble? No, I mean, I, I think he might be a surprise entrance in the Rumble. I really do truly believe that John Cena is not going to be back until the day of the Rumble. It's possible. I, I know we all know that they want to treat that first. Those first TV shows of the new year, they want to yeah, do something. Big I, I and, think I would be very surprised if Cena's. Not back before the rumble. I mean, I, yeah, I probably would tend to agree, but it's either one's possible. I, in the meantime, you still have to do something with right. them. Well, you, you do. You can do a Survivor Series match. Hey, hey, next how about month. this idea? You ready? What if John Cena comes back like you guys think, um, and takes the title off Gender, and the surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble is The Rock, and The Rock wins the Royal Rumble. <laughs> 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 Once in a lifetime, yeah. part three. Yeah. Rock thrice, thrice in a lifetime. And guess um, what? It would still be the main event. Well, well I mean, no of shit. Course. No, no, really. You mean the Rock John Cena wouldn't main event WrestleMania? I think Bailey Sasha's going on after that one. <laughs> I, do, I do think the Rock's next WrestleMania match will be Roman Reigns, though. Um, Unless it's Brock, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's completely logical. All right. Um. Yeah. So, so you're saying they could do a Survivor Series they, thing, but yeah, what's what, the Survivor what's the, Series thing? What What do they have? This is This is the. I issue. guess the question is, what are they doing? Are they doing another Raw respect? Just gotta get, are they, they just doing gotta get the heels? Like, yeah. I mean, they they could very easily do the top heels versus the top face. Gender. Gender. Uh. Um. What's his name? Uh. Rusev. Yeah. You got Gender Rusev. Uh. In English. In English and, and, the, and the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm all in on the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> I am too. I am too. Uh, <laughs> not gonna lie about that. Even though you know what was weird to me about their whole promo is that like I feel like because Luke Harper is Luke Harper and he's had a better career so far than Eric Rowan, he's like kind of like the leader of the group, so he like gets to say the most lines. Right. But I feel like for like the intimidation factor of how they talk, well, Rowan's think, voice is I ridiculous. Think, I think I think that Luke Harper should never speak, and I think. Uh, Eric Rowan should say everything that they have to say. Harper is a better, like, the way he says it is better, but Rowan's voice is just so good. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of amazing. And, and it's so campy and it's so 80s-ish, but I'm, I'm in on it. I'm so in on it. I mean, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm in on it too. Absolutely. I'm in on it too. Um... I, look, I think that they've got time to figure this all out. I really don't know what's next. I don't have a path right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it's, what, six, seven weeks before Survivor right. Series? Yeah. Um, I don't have a path. I thought it was interesting that Jinder wasn't even on the show this week, right? Like, maybe that's purposeful and trying to drag this thing out a little bit. And 
trying to figure out where they're going next. If it's just heels versus faces, that's not going to inspire me in any way. If it's Raw versus SmackDown, like I, I like the idea of there being something that maybe it's all of the maybe it's all of the opponents that have fallen to Jinder Mahal, all trying to rally together to bring him down, and he gets the the heels on his side. So it's Randy Orton and it's Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I guess that's the list. I was going to say. Yeah, well, I, about it. I guess that's the list, right? Like, that's the two of them. All right. Now you probably, probably <laughs> Five on two, man. Probably could have written that one out a little bit better in my head, but that's what you get when you don't but prepare hey, Ray, before Randy the show. Orton can beat, you know, everybody in Rusev. And then, so, yeah, you know, true. you don't even need that. So As we've mentioned, Baron Corbin's the, uh, the new United States champion. Um, this was very necessary for him. He really needed something yep. right now. Um, and we all knew that AJ Styles was ultimately going to be pointed towards something bigger. You brought up the idea of why is it that you did the triple threat when you're just going to have him eat the pin two nights later. I, it's a fair question, you know what I mean? Like, what what was the need to avoid having him eat a pin if you were just going to end up having right. him eat a pin? Because uh, because because they knew they were going to have to do a rematch, and you can sell off Baron Corbin beating AJ Styles and getting one pin on him. I don't think like it. I don't think that smarky internet fans would buy Baron Corbin pinning AJ Styles twice in two days. Well, but you don't have to do it in two days. You could have done it, you know, Baron Corbin, Chief somehow. No, I, I, under, I understand you the don't, point you don't is want to get the feud over with. But for what? You, I for, mean, for Shinsuke? For. You think Shinsuke's going to move right in? Bobby Roode? For Bobby Roode still engaged with Ziggler or whatever, which and that and that can be over whenever. That that was a weird match. The way I I don't quite understand why they they booked it in that way. No, nah, I like I like how they booked it. What I think is that Bobby Roode's not over. Um, I, I mean, if he's supposed to be a face, and and that might be a big if. He might not supposed to be be a face. He is certainly a face right now. Okay, then why do you then why do you have it end that way? It's, How you have it in what way? Would, right, where him grabbing, grabbing, grabbing the tights. The tights. And the, obviously, the answer is because Dolph Ziggler just did it, him, it, done it himself, and so it's right, not really but, a but, heel but, thing but, to do at but that if, point. But if it's, the idea is we want to get him over as a face, yeah. Well, okay, but I think that Bobby Roode can be a complicated face. I don't think there's anything okay, wrong with well, that. But, I don't think that when you say a face, he's a face because people. there's no way you're going to get people to boo the music. Like, you can't. Okay, well, well, but he just said, but he just said he's not over. AJ just said he's not over. And I think that part of it is because you have this guy who's. Not necessarily the most natural face, but you're you're positioning him as a face, and then you're having him cheat to win. There's definitely mixed signals going on there, and I do think that hurts his reaction. But it's not he didn't cheat to win; he, he was did, come up it. But he yeah. cheated to win. Yeah, but I think it those two things are up, very different. But, but, just, like, very but just, different. Like, just like murder is wrong, but if a soldier murders an enemy combatant, nobody calls a but soldier a murderer. You didn't have to. It was the way he did it was roll up. Like if there. Is there any reason he couldn't have just rolled it up normally? Mm-hmm. Yes, he wanted to, to say to you, "Hey, you want to grab my tights?" I'll, okay, you know, like, yeah, but that's fine. But in the press, if you're trying to get him over as a face, you probably shouldn't be doing that. I don't know. I think that most of us are able to see. What well, but exactly then why isn't happened. he getting a reaction? Well, I think there is. He wasn't getting a reaction right. before that. Okay, so you're, again, I think you're sending mixed signals here, and I think that's part of it. You just said you just said he's not getting a reaction because he pulled the tights, but he wasn't getting a reaction before that. So you I said I said before that he was a complicated face. 
I've said that well, he's not a natural. I'll agree face. that I think he's a complicated face because I think that there's no world in which the Bobby Roode character can't be arrogant. Like I don't think you can right. have a Bobby Roode character that isn't arrogant. And so And I think this back and that's just part of one of part of thing. But I don't think there's anything there's a plenty of complicated faces. There's plenty of those guys. Right. But usually they you, you, you establish them as a face first and then they become complicated. You, Sometimes they're just larger than life. And I think that's the concept for Bobby Roode, is that he's going to have this entrance, he's going to be this big over the top, you know, character. And I think the people are going to largely choose to cheer for him because they love his music and because, you know, it's an event when he comes out. That when, when he hits the stage, you, you're watching an event. And so I think that – is he going to be a baby face? Is he going to be white meat? No, because Bobby Roode can't be that. But I don't think there's any reason why he can't continue to be a face and work as a face and work with heels and be liked despite the fact that he's going to be a little complicated. I, I think that if you're trying to establish him as a face – I think they're trying I, well, to again. I think well, this but, goes back to this, and I think, well, what, I'm not going to try to compare it to Enzo. Enzo it's a right. totally different thing that they're doing there. Right. But I, I will say that I think that sometimes we're trying to fall in line with the idea of it being simply as 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 he's plain a guy. Simple as I think in a lot of ways, Bobby Roode is his event. Yeah. He's an event. When he comes out on the stage, he's an event. He's a big deal. What's happening when Bobby Roode comes out there? And so I think that's more of what they're trying to establish than necessarily trying to establish him as an underdog or as a hero or something along those lines. I think they're trying to establish Bobby Roode is you're watching this show in part because at some point Bobby Roode is going to hit the stage and you're going to get the Bobby Roode experience. And that's more what I think they're trying to accomplish with Bobby Roode. I hope Tuesday doesn't hurt him though. Eh, I don't think that has anything to do with anything. I I, I hope not. You did, you, we, we've we've seen you, it you before. Thought, you thought that Jinder Mahal was going to wreck the company. Yeah, well, so hold on. I mean, we, we've seen it before where a you bad segment can hurt people. Still be in business right First now. of all, I did say that. And I, I, if you're going to keep saying that, I'm going to start calling I mean, botches on you. I, no, I mean you you, you weren't. What far did I from say? That. What, what did I, I said? If they don't either choose to go back to developmental or start bringing every indie guy they can, and that's kind of the route they've no, taken. They've done both. They've done both. Yes. This, the but last they takeover, always brought in indie guys, but, as we told you then. But they, it wasn't 90% indie guys at a takeover before, which is w- what they've gone to now. You've even admitted over the past two years there's been a big change. You're, you're living in a world where you think they had a majority of performers that hadn't come from somewhere else. I, I'm not... Literally, this last takeover, the there indie, were two the, people, I think, on this right, last the card. The indie level... I can't believe we're doing this again. The indie scene has built up in the in the era of NXT. So there are bigger stars so they that d- exist on the indie scene. So I said they have to go in that direction where they are completely going in that direction. At the time, oh, they were going not. a half and half. I could have a tryout with WWE tomorrow if I wanted because they're still developing talent. And you wouldn't be on TakeOver NXT. for three years. That's not true. Well, I have no idea when you would be on TakeOver. I couldn't tell you. Patrick Clark didn't wait that long. Patrick Clark waited much. two years. Not two years. Two years. Since he was on Tough Enough or since he arrived at NXT? Well, well wait. When, uh, Tough Enough was two, uh, not, not two, uh, 2015, yeah. right? Uh, summer of 2015. The summer of 2015 is when it aired. Yes. yes, and he was signed shortly after Tough Enough. He was signed a few months after Tough Enough. I, I think he, would, well, he, he was signed in August. He didn't make his NXT debut for a well, while. Well, I, I know. Right. So, he, so it was over two years. His, his you know, yes, if you're counting the time that you're in developmental, yes, yes it's going to take longer for someone in developmental. That's what I'm saying. It's going to take longer for someone in developmental in order to get there than it's going to take someone who's already established themselves in the indies. You're, you know that's what? That's the point. You've solved that's it, That's my point. You've yes. solved it. It's going to take longer for those well, guys. And that, was, that, was, the that wasn't the case a year and a half ago. What are you talking about? No. Oh, you want to press a wager? Yeah, I think this is going to go poorly. Are you for willing you, dude. to place a wager on that? I don't think I'm you're going to like this. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I yeah, mean, WrestleMania well, hold on. 2016, dude. Think about what was on the card that weekend. 
Think about what was on the card okay. at NXT at WrestleMania 2016. Okay, let, hold on. Let me let's let's go back to 2016. Oh that was Shinsuke ma- Nakamura. Yes, I get Sami Zayn, who mm-hmm. had who had be okay. Yeah, both. Both. Yes. Correct. Okay. Who else was on that card? Uh, that was Finn Balor versus uh, oh, Joe. Joe. Okay. Yep. 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 Get to the, get to the Bailey. get to all the development. Okay. Guys. Ba- okay. You got Bailey. You had the entire tag the the tag scene. Uh, you had uh, Baron Corbin on. was no, on no, that no. card. There were five matches on that Bar- card. Baron Corbin was on that card. There were five matches. Baron, Baron Cor- Corbin absolutely was. He faced Austin, Austin Aries, Aries, who was yes. not. So yes. that's it, let's just go match by match. Okay. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, you're 0 for yeah, 2. Yeah, yes. Asuka and Bailey, you're now 1 for 4. All right? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn, you're 1 for 6. Austin Aries and Baron Corbin, you're 2 for 8. The tag match, you do get Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, and you get Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. So... You're not you're not fifty fifty. All right, but hold on. But I I had made this after Brooklyn 2016, correct? Like that that was when I had went on this kind of doesn't matter. Thing. Well, hold on. No, you hold just on. said you just said a year and a half ago. You're trying to get out of what you just said. A year and a half. I was thinking when I said it. I was thinking a year and a half. You're right. I, I said I said a year and a quarter ago, not a year and a half. You said it a year and a half ago. You I said, said I said it. I said it over Brooklyn because Brooklyn and the New York shows were part of the reason that brought it up, and that was had No Way Jose, Billy Kay, the. Uh, Yes, the revival. There was no pattern of that being the type of shows that they had put on. Wait, but the, I was saying the, it right afterwards. Here's the, pro- here's I, the problem. Here's the problem with your entire thought process, Aaron, is the fact that we have Billy Kay, that NXT Billy, has did changed. Billy Kay, Billy Kay started wrestling in NXT. Billy, Kay, I, no one start. Very few people. If, if and we've gone so, through this before. Like it's there is a gradual. That's what I, that was the point that I made to you when you brought this up the first. And time. and I agreed with you that I'm not saying that you know Patrick Clark's an NXT guy. I'm saying Patrick Clark is, is an he? NXT. Yes, Patrick He's an Cl- NCW guy. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I'm, I, for the sake of doing this, I'll be willing to give it to you. But this was also the point that I made immediately about okay. why your point was so silly. Well, but my point is they're relying it's on established yes. guys okay, it's now. Well, like they, it's a change. We've always we've relied on established about, guys as they wanted NXT to be a TV show. We've talked about this, and we've talked about this changing over the past year and a half, two years, we however have, much it was. We have. Yes, we have. We've gone he, through this. Yes, we. He, I don't know if you were on that show. I know me and Glenn have talked I'm about not, it. I'm not sure what you're trying we, to do. that I've... We, we talked about it after we had the NXT book guy on how much NXT has changed over the when past When they wanted the to make it a TV year. show, they absolutely wanted there to be more known indie guys on the show. Yes. But as long as NXT has been a TV show, which has been for a while now... It's been for a while. It's been the same thing. It... It's changed Aaron, even Aaron. since 2014. It was a TV show in 2014, and it has changed a lot. In 2014, it was the infancy of a TV show that they started with in guys. In 2015, bro- it's changed a lot. My point was always simply that it's going to continue changing. Well, there's going to be no, different that people. Was not yes. That was my point. No, your point no. was very much. No, my point was point, that more and more they're going to rely on indie no, guys. No, no, They've no, always no, done no, that. No, Aaron, Aaron, your point was that they cannot possibly continue to have any success as long as they get a lot of indie guys and do developmental. You said they have to do one I or the other. I said that they are would probably change towards one or another and because no, you didn't say I said, said that, that yes, they would continue. I yes, I would say they would continue not I said that if they wanted to change the trend, which at that time the trend had been that the shows were going down in attendance, they couldn't sell out in New York, they couldn't sell down things, that they would go from they would it would behoove them. And yes, I might have said they need to to uh, go to one or you the know, other. My, I know what you said. You said that they needed to just Okay, yes. Pick one yes, they needed to pick one or the other, and I think they did. No, they've did always they? picked that. 
They've always picked that. Then why were you arguing me saying that they would... No, no, no. I did say that. I said they've always had. This has always been how NXT was. Go to the year before that. See Kevin Owens. See everyone. They have always been this. NXT has been a place that goes out and get in- indie talent. Period. They've always been Then that. why did we start arguing in the first place? Well, I... that, that was what I was saying about they need to continue to bring no, in as many and no, continue no, 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 no. to revolve around. You've, yes, changed, no, you've changed it. No, no, that, okay, fine. That, that they need your, to build it around indie talent your, is not enough. Your, oh point, your point, I'll just keep saying your point until you let me talk. Go ahead. Your, your point was that they needed to either yes. get all of the indie guys off, and that's how they'll build it up, or they need... To use only developmental guys. You said they had to do one or the other in order to... First of all, I never said ultimatum like that, where it had to be everything. No, I didn't. You definitely did seem to indicate that well, I said, I said they could survive. I, 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 no, but I never said you can only use indie. It can't be anything but indie, or it can only be developmental. There is no chance I said that. I will go back and I will listen to it. There is no <laughs> chance I said they can't use any developmental talent at all, or they can't use indie, any you indie talent at all. They wanted to have success. They needed to either... Make it a developmental so yes. that they only use their guys. I or- never said only. I never, ever said only. There is, I, I will go back. I will go through that entire show. I will listen to it. I will bet a bot on, botch on it. If I ever use the word only, I, I, we need to move past this. But I, I, I'll, put it, I'll end this right now. I will go. I will listen. If I ever said, if I ever said they only can be developmental or they can only use ND guys, I will take a botch. Okay. Please do. I will. Please do, because you let, let, let change your entire argument no. because you realize you're an idiot. No. You, you have a ten- tendency to get very dramatic about things, and then when you realize that's no, not the case, you did, try to back off do, how do, dramatic do you, you were Do you think it. I said they can only use I have no idea what the guys. exact verbiage was because it's been that long. I know you were very dramatic about I was. the state of NXT. I was. And as I we both attempted to tell you, there was going to be no problem with NXT whatsoever because they've always adapted and they've always done a good job of doing both things. They've and guess always- what, Aaron? Guess yes. what? Yes. We were right. I never said they were definitely going out of business. I did say that. I don't it, know that you said that they were definitely going out of business. Well, you, you guys have tried to claim no, that no, I've no, said no, that. No, you're yeah. not. You're, Agent, you're, that's what you're, literally you're, just started. He just settle said. down. Settle down. Settle down. There's a amount of hyperbole that's going on right now. You absolutely were very dramatic about the state of NXT. And AJ and I were very much a, dude, you're being insane. They're going to be okay because this is what they do. This is always how it's been, and nothing's going to change. And it's exactly what's occurred. They still do some developmental. They absolutely go out and get indie guys. They had always gone out and gotten indie guys before. The hey, indie Aaron, scene, who, was the first, who was the first NXT champion? The first NXT champion was – well, you're talking about, you're talking about the, the first guy as – Who any was time. the if, first in First NXT of all, if, if you're comparing this to, to NXT before the TV show, you're completely who, wrong because that was development. Who, that was clearly – It was Seth Rollins. Question. Who was the first NXT champion? Seth Rollins. And what was the goal of NXT at that time? Developmental. And did they develop Seth Rollins? Uh, I'm, some people could argue that they did. But did they develop Seth Rollins, or did you watch him wrestle I watched, in gymnasiums I, in Baltimore? Yes, I wrestled. Watched You're him. an idiot. Thanks. I, I'm, I'm very Let's confused. Move on. No, what his Wait. point is is they've always done this. Well, first of all, if, if you're comparing it to Seth Rollins, then, then it was a very clearly developmental because, ha- you know, 80% of the roster was developmental then. If, if you're going back then. who was their champion? Correct. They well, very who was their champion went six out, months later? Big E and then Bo Dallas. Again, they right. went out. And then who was their champion after that? And that's when it started to change. Yes. Neville. Did Neville learn how to wrestle oh my in gosh. WWE? Why are... 
This is weird. Because Dude, no, level. it's it's a little bit weird that you try to change your opinion. I don't about change things. my you opinion. You do. You I, try to back yeah, off okay. and pretend right, like you weren't dramatic. Right, right. Instead of just saying, you know what, I was wrong about that one. It's okay. Everybody's allowed to be wrong. I did. I don't know if you all remember. We've, I said something stupid about a glass ceiling we've, once. We've, we've all been we've there. We've talked about how NXT is not we've developmental all been anymore. There. No, we haven't. It's still developmental. I've said this a million times. It's both. It will always be both. That's the way it's going to exist. But there's going to be All right, let's move on. we got to move on to the rest this of is, SmackDown. This is what happens because Aaron doesn't want to just well, say, Hold on. You're right. I, I was probably wait, wrong. Wait, 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 wait. You're the ones who went 20 minutes back and forth on Miz and Roman last week. Well, and, and then I went and pulled out the quotes. The fact that yeah. right now you will not say that you were wrong. I wasn't wrong when I said they have oh, to go more towards say, indie oh, talent. I wasn't. You can't just ever be wrong. You can't I can't be. I, I was wrong about Enzo. I admit I was wrong about wrong. Enzo. Well, that's, that's actually a start. I was wrong about Enzo. That, that was wrong the about first Enzo. time you did it. Right. I can't believe that we even got that much out of him. Wrong about Enzo. Two weeks ago. No, actually. Two weeks ago when he said he was wrong about Enzo, he said, well, because they did this. You still well, tried no, to I back mean, your I, way I, out of I, it. I, I, I didn't did say that. And who knows what they're wrong. doing now. But let's move on to that. Let's, let's take a break and go on to Raw here. Yeah, we got Chris Saban coming up in a minute. Um, was there anything else from SmackDown relevant? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, t- SmackDown number one contenders. Tag team good. Yeah. That's perfectly logical as to the next feud. Um, uh, I don't think that they have a snowball's chance in hell of taking the title from the Usos right now. No, I don't think so. Also, I, I think that this is, I, I think that the the what's going to happen is New Day is going to be part of the new Fashion Files season, and at the end of the Fashion Files season, the feud between the Usos and uh, Chad uh, Gable and Shelton Benjamin will be over. The Usos will still be the champ, and I think that's when you give the Fashion Files a run at the title. Was it weird the way they set it up to anybody else where you had the New Day and the Usos kind of in the, you know, kind of like the Enzo thing where it was almost them talking down to the other tag teams? A little bit. Well, I mean, they didn't do that to the fashion police. They well, yeah, they, 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 they were like, they yeah, said, no, you guys, guys are, are cool, cool. But um, I don't know, a I little, think, bit, a I little think, bit. I think what this might, this might end up becoming a, a, a by the way they set it up, this is a perfect Survivor Series feud. Uh yeah get, sure right you get five you get right I mean there's there's clearly going to be something that goes on between Zack Ryder and, and Mojo so I think one of them is either going to get quote unquote injured or turn on the other and like get them off TV for a little while and when that happens I think the person who stays and remains on TV is going to team up with probably the Shelton Benjamin Chad Gable and the Fashion Police or. Maybe it could be the Ascension. I don't know, but I think that's going to be a Survivor Series match. The five guys between the Usos and the New Day against the other guys. Um, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Absolutely. There's total logic behind that. I think the real question is what's ultimately what's to come of the New Day if this genuinely is the end of them competing for tag team titles. And I don't it, think it is. And if that, that is it the case of they're right back in the picture as soon as the Uso, Usos don't have the titles anymore? Or, yeah, probably. Or yeah. is it, you know, maybe Big E, it's finally time for him to get a run at Baron Corbin right now. That would be nice. Do you believe it's going to happen? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't based on what I've seen. Right. At, I, I'd like to think at some point something's going to change. And we'd like to think Rusev could win at some point. All right. All right, uh, we will grab a break here. When we come back in, we will uh, chat about what happened on Raw. Yes, indeed, including a new Cruiserweight champion. That's next. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Join us for Jim McKay, Maryland Million Day on Saturday, October 21st at Laurel Park. Come with friends and family to Maryland's Day at the Races, a celebration of Maryland's horses and lots of fun for all ages. First race is at 1215 with 11 exciting races. 
Don't miss the first annual hat contest. Three categories and wonderful prizes. It will be fun for all at Laurel Park on Saturday, October 21st. For more information, visit MarylandMillion.com or MarylandRacing.com. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Back in here for segment number two. It is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, of course. The main event. AJ Francis, let's get into Raw, boys. Um, let's start. Look, I, we all know the Shield got back together, but we knew the Shield was getting back together. So let's start instead at the uh, the end, and in particular because some pretty significant news came out after uh, the main event of Raw this week, and we have a new cruiserweight champion. His name, of course, is Kalisto, and I, all of the segment itself on Monday night seemed fine. I mean, it was. It's, it felt a little forced, a little strange, but, you know, that's because, as it turns out, it was completely forced and very strange. It, it's weird. It's, you know, it goes back to your thing last it week. Worked. There are no faces or heels because Kalisto's very clearly cheating to win and screwing I, over Enzo. It, none of this makes a lick of sense. But, yeah, I actually agree with AJ. It was a big—they created a moment somehow— like, despite the fact that nobody's really, like, nobody knows what to do as far as the crowd's it, it concerned. It was a moment. They just didn't know whether to cheer or boo it. Well, I mean, like, they were doing the Lucha thing, which, like, that's the, well, it's an obvious thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, the Lucha yeah. thing worked. It, it's not dead, and that's a big step up from everything we've had from the cruiserweights before, right? Like, this is not indifference that you're getting. It's just, uh, yeah, yes, no, yeah. And, like, there's a lot of confusion, but the crowd is into it. They're feeling it. Um, this was not the plan, as we have learned, um, as apparently the plan for Monday night was simply to have Enzo face Neville, to have Enzo retain the title. Well, it was going to be a non-title match. Oh, it was going to be a non-title match? Yes. Okay. So it was going to be a non-title. I thought I saw that Enzo was supposed to win, though. They might have won a non-title okay. match. I thought it was, but, whatever yeah, I, it was. I saw it was supposed to be a non-title match. And that got scrapped because a Neville apparently quit. Well, he may not have quit. He walked out. He, he walked definitely out. walked out. That seems Correct. to be a fact, is that... Here's what we know so far. We know Neville walked out on Raw. We are getting word from WWE sources that he has not quit yet. What that means, we don't know yet. Dude, it's super weird. Reports are that he's asked for his release. He, that Yeah, supposedly he has asked. WWE, I guess, has not granted it yet, obviously, or we know for sure about that. But it does seem to be a fact that he walked out, and it does What's seem... Beef? I, I, that's the weird part is that nobody seems to have a true it's like the easy thing to do to be sit here and say he can't like the fact that they've done what they've done with Enzo and that they made a joke of 205 live and like it would be easy for us to sit back and say those things and to say he was the star of the show he's pissed off that they apparently it's very clear they are completely throwing this all they're, they're dousing it with fire yeah. and now they're doing it dousing it with fire in hopes that when it comes out, it's like get, you know you, getting you insurance reverse, money yes, out of it, right? Yes. You're building something back up. I'm not. This is not them. They are not firing everyone. They're not getting rid of all these performers. They're hoping to create something where people actually give a shit about these performers. And again, to AJ's point, it it's certainly doing this in the main event the last three weeks and having Enzo be involved. For as weird as it is and as strange as there's no heel, there's no face, there's... It's better than nothing. It's definitely way better than what it was before because people actually give an F right now. Did you guys watch 205 Live? I did not, but I will. And that's not... And, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm saying that because I do think it matters. Like, I, I didn't get a chance to watch last night. We taped on Wednesday this week. But I actually will watch 205 Live this week, which is better than I can say about the last few months. The last few months, I would just lie and say, 
yeah, maybe I'll get around to it, and I would have no intent to. I caught up on NXT the last two weeks of NXT on Monday, so now this week I'll be able to watch both 205 Live and NXT before the week is over. They're doing a great job of you're tuning in to 205 Live. They know that you're tuning in to 205 Live to see Enzo. Enzo starts the show with a great promo, and before the main event match, he ends the show with a great promo. Like, they're giving you all Enzo and then some, and it's 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 really good how they're doing it. I mean, I it's, again, in a weird way, it's working. It's working. I, I still quite, you know, if this was supposed to be Kalisto's big moment, why is he cheating to it? Like, things right, there's like a that, lot of things there's a lot, that are, there's really a lot weird. of things that are weird about it, but again, that goes back to... When they, you say cheating to win, what do you mean? I he's mean, having he, he had the match lost. Enzo hit his finisher on him, clean in the middle of the ring, and Ali jumps in and right. So it's not Kalisto who's it's doing Kalisto, the cheating, but, but, but if that was supposed to be a big face moment, you don't have him win. Well, it the way. nature of being in a lumberjack match where all the lumberjacks hate the other guy isn't a great yeah. way to well. To, exa- well, but that's my point, right? No, that, I'm, I, yeah. I'm I'm saying we're sort of saying the same thing. We're just saying it. And in have you? Ways. But here's the thing, though. Have you seen 205 Live, Aaron? I uh, I, I did not see all of it. No. no, you have not. No, no you have. Okay, and, and because you haven't, you didn't. I guess you didn't notice that they built the storyline about Enzo going against Mustafa Ali. Okay, but and and then okay, if that's the thing, and we're this is kind of Kalisto is just a placeholder here, and that's not really the point. Is to get you know, is to make Kalisto. Well, or this they want to use they want to use Enzo without him having to be the champion, which right. is there you go. They're trying okay. to create. And, a, and there's two different relevant the things thing. going on in the show right. at the same time, and, and that's fine. Um, it's just it's weird. You would think that that the way they were setting it up was no, for somebody. This to... is this is the awkward but, but nature. Here's the, yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing that you keep doing, Aaron. Just like with the whole NXT thing, you you keep doing is ignoring the fact that Kalisto did not cheat to win. Someone else. You kept. You've said Kalisto but, cheated no, to win. I, okay, twice but I'll I'll, I'll defend Aaron a little bit. What it I think he's trying to say is a clean face, great like right. momentous it's, overcoming it, you know victory that you would expect in the way it seemed like they were building that storyline. Right. Like it, if the, it's not a natural heel versus face situation, and that but they've known that, right. and, and that's what I'm saying. They've known that for some time. It's what I, we keep but, talking. But about. I thought the the plan we had even talked about that we thought the plan was to try to get so, someone over as like a huge face. And, by beating and I, Enzo. Is that a better and idea? And that person is Enzo. I mean, that's well, the, and that's the, that's right. the question. Enzo is the biggest face on, on 205 Live and the biggest heel. And that's the reality. That's And that's what I kept saying for the last few weeks. Right. It's like, this is what they're going with. And, and so it's not, none of it's going to, it's all going to be awkward. Right. All of it's going to be awkward with 205 Live. Because what they're really trying to get over isn't any of these guys. They're trying to get 205 Live over. That's what they're trying to accomplish in the process. And to that extent... It's, it's worked. working, yes. Like, I, it's important. It's not always perfect. It's not always perfectly clean. But have they gotten 205 Live over over the course of the last couple of weeks? Yeah, they've gotten 205 Live over. It is, you've come away from Monday night saying, I have a reason to tune in on Tuesday night. Whether you're tuning in live, whether you're doing the thing like I do and you're going to watch later on in the week, you have a reason to try to tune in. Will it save 205 Live? Will it drastically change the numbers? I couldn't, I, you know, I have no idea if it, any of that's going Aaron, to work. Aaron will tell us right now if it will or not. Go ahead, Aaron. Is it I, been, you, did you check the top 10 shows? I have like not, not seen it the past week now. Uh, I, I have nope. not seen this. No, I just, I just meant like how you say NXT is going to fold. Oh, he's going to make yeah, a, yeah, how, yeah. how Jinder Mahal is going to ruin SmackDown. I'm just <laughs> like, give, give, us your, give us your big Aaron Domus statement that you want to go uh, with. My prediction is that, like, if, if, if I have to give a big statement now, no, it's not going to say, make 205 Live what they would like 205 Live to be. No. What I, they would like. What yeah. a great way to say nothing. 
Well, I, in fairness, in fairness, <laughs> you know, I, again, I'll say this: I don't exactly know what they want two hundred five live to be. I don't know. That's if they, my point. Right. Well, that's why saying, Aaron like, said nothing. Well, right. that, because you're telling me to say something, and there's nothing really to say here. I, I don't know what they want it to be, and that, again, all I can speak to is: is it does it does it feel? It feels like it's working. It feels like it's been an interesting way to have something. Th- look, we all know that they don't in football season. The main event of Raw does not typically mean what it is right. other weeks, but yet they've done something that feels like it matters. That feels like you kind of have to watch, despite the fact that they're punting it's, on. They're 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 somehow accomplishing both things, which is really they're getting their biggest stars out of the main event spot, right. putting them closer to where people might be tuning in at the beginning of the show or at halftime of the football game, and yet they're still making the main event spot feel kind of like it matters it's it's really good because it what it does it, it puts something there that should matter to wrestling fans but if you're going to be one of those people who's probably going to turn away anyways they're saying okay you know we're admitting we're losing you we're not going to put something super important here but you know right. what if you like wrestling you're going to get something in the main event I, I've... and you know what else it does a really good job of and I, i've noticed it since they, they did it the last three weeks is when you end raw with a 205 live cruiserweight segment it makes it less awkward for the crowd the next night when SmackDown ends. Because from what I've seen, when I've gone to live SmackDowns and it was 205 Live later, people would either leave or they wouldn't care because it's not SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? I like, hear you. I hear you. It, no, it's I, made they, it so with Raw ending with the Cruiserweights and 205 Live, it makes it a natural progression for SmackDown to do the same thing. But the, but the question really becomes, is it only because of Enzo? Yes, and and, and I, I I agree, right? Can have they accomplished, or will they accomplish enough? And maybe it doesn't matter because maybe Enzo's just going to do this for the foreseeable future, right? right. Like maybe Enzo's this is going to beat Enzo is going to run two hundred five live. I would say minimum he's going to be in the cruiserweight title match at WrestleMania. I mean, I would say that. I think it'd be really stupid to not have him in the cruiserweight right. title yeah. match exactly. at WrestleMania. Yeah. Exactly, I think so it'd be excruciatingly dumb so, if they don't do so that. So then we're then we're saying he's going to be at least for six months going to be involved with the two hundred five live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's and if that it, it then it, that that works. You can keep Enzo. They clearly want Enzo in high profile spots on Raw. That's obviously very clear. One because he's money, right? Like he's just he's a very money he's, star. Yes, as he as he said on two hundred five live this week. He is uh what did he what did he say? Oh man, I can't even remember. He said um Ah, oh, I can't even remember, but he, he said something about how how much money he is as well as uh as well as um uh what's his who I can't even remember what he said, to be honest. He, he, but, did, he did call the uh, the division the loser weights, which I, I thought was I a mean, good line. Like, <laughs> he said that multiple times already. But um, what's crazy is the fact that uh, his promos with, with – like in regards to every person he's gone against have just been straight ether, just straight I'm at your neck. And the thing is it's like he's getting 205 live over – and at the same time, while getting 205 Live over, he himself is like, I don't know how to describe it. He is he is 205 Live, but at the same time, because he's killing these guys, he's making them relevant, which doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. I don't know. It's, I, don't well, know how it's, to... it's, I, I see exactly what you're saying. The, I think the question is, are they making him relevant, or making them relevant, or is he just making and, – and you kind of said there – and and we I think we're kind of figured this out. They're they're trying to make these show relevant. We'll figure out the people involved a little later on. We got to establish the show. Well, first. I, I think there's a lot to do with that. But I I think that getting the title off him does accomplish one thing. And this is the question becomes, 
if Neville's will, out of the will picture, this stand, first well, I think that a Neville Kalisto program for the championship, as well as Enzo working with, in this case, Mustafa Ali, but insert name here, does very much give you two relevant things that matter. If it's not Neville, and it's insert name here, does it work? Cedric the, Alexander, and yeah. yes. I mean, that's awkward, too, because then you have two faces. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think it would need to be a heel in order to make that. If you want Kalisto to be a face, which I think you do. True, true. Um, well, then Gentleman Jack. And and I'd, be for, I'd be for Jack. Gentleman Jack. Yeah. I mean, I'd be all for that. Uh, although I think that it's stupid to have him as a heel, just for the record. I, I think that it, it limits. He's so great, I hate the fact that he's a heel. Um, not that I don't think he could be a good heel. I just right, think that right, his character right. is so wonderful as a face that he shouldn't be a heel. Um, look, but but we you know we we got to find this... out about Neville. We got to find out about why Neville. I think I think the why is a big well, and thing the why here. is relevant only because it 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 comes and, right after, after Austin, Austin Aries. Aries. Exactly, and that's that if it's if it's guys that are saying if it's established wrestlers that are saying no to two hundred five live in general. Yeah. If if established wrestlers are saying, look, we would rather go do this than be on two hundred five. Holy shit, live. guys! I just figured out who it's gonna be. Okay. Kalisto versus Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, that doesn't... Uh, yes. Although, I, you still have to clean up Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Well, I mean, and, and it can't be Ciampa immediately, because Ciampa's hurt. Well, right, not right now. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring another thing up, and just to throw it out there, I don't know if you saw that the uh, the Sun in the UK has reported that uh, Conor McGregor is in talks for a WrestleMania appearance. Um, I don't know if that would be a match. I don't know what that would be, but um, there have been plenty of people online. Look, Finn Balor has been thrown out there. Sheamus, for obviously reasons, has been thrown out there. But I'll be the one to say, isn't the correct answer Enzo? Isn't Enzo the correct answer for Conor McGregor? Yes, he actually is. It it depends how you want to position. No, no, Eric. No, he he is the right answer. I, I was sitting here racking my mind of who it could be. Could it be some, maybe someone in the Shield? That would be a big moment because uh, we're assuming that it's going to be Roman versus Brock, and we're assuming that the other guys in the Shield. I guess they could have a tag team title match, but you know, I assume that they would do something. They could because of the, who those guys are. They could do something bigger for them. Um, uh, you could uh, try it out Big Show because he fought, you know, Floyd Mayweather. Right, yeah. You could do that. You could, you could. I mean, let, let, let's be clear. You could really Any, do anything. With, yeah, anything versus Connor is going to be good. I, but what I'm saying is, if Enzo does make but sense, particularly, yeah. I don't know if they're going to let Connor have a match. You know what right. I mean? Like, what I'm saying is, if it's an appearance and a who could get the most out of that well, moment, yeah. you do realize you do realize if it's Connor versus Enzo that Connor McGregor is going to at some point make an appearance on 205 Live. Man, I. <laughs> He he might I, not get the approval for that one. I was going to say, he'll, the, he'll show up on Raw. <laughs> yeah, he might get the approval. For, They'll show the video on 205 But Live. I just think that that could be very impactful. All right, um, let's get into the Shield, obviously. And th- this was this was exactly how we thought it was going to go right up until here's Braun Strowman. And for some reason, the Shield, who already appear to have their opponents set, are now walking out to also try to neutralize Braun Strowman, which... Is in the spirit of the Hounds of Justice, right? Like, how dare you, you know... It's not just in the spirit of the Hounds of Justice. But it also fits the fact that they've all had their issues with Braun Strowman. They were the ones who challenged him, which is the one thing I have a little bit of a problem with, but it's just a very little but problem. Under, but they were doing it on behalf yeah. of... It's almost... This... on Of being in the right. Yes, yes. Right? Like, the, uh, literally the concept of justice, which right. is you don't just get to come down here and whoop everyone's and ass and, and, and treat people like right. crap. We have we're the authority here now. We're who you answer right. to, 
and, and so, I love I love how Roman said, uh, "We're the three workhorses that carry this company," and looked directly in the camera when he said it, and he's not wrong. Um, I mean, you can argue about the carrying the company part. But well, I mean, can you can you not? Because if we look at merch numbers, I mean, John Cena's ahead, but Roman Reigns is on that list. No, I'm look. I'm not trying to doubt their significance. Yeah, Seth right? Rollins like, is on that. List. I, I think that's. I think both parts of that are interesting, Dean right? Ambrose like, is on that list. They're on that list. Yes. I, nobody's. No one's doubting the importance. And they're going to sell the a fuck ton of Shield oh, merchandise yeah, over every, the course like, of the that's next. going to be the biggest shirt over the next two months. Um, no question. I, look, I have no problem with it because again. So they, then, what is your definition of carrying the business? Well, carrying it implies that they are the literally three top guys, three top workhorses, and they're carrying they everybody else. else sucks, and so they have, have to, to pick ki- them up. Yes. And I, I don't know if. I'm I'm with that, and again, no, I don't I don't I don't see it like that though. I don't I don't see it as. But they're not the three top uh, workhorses. They're not the three top merch sellers. The three top guys in the business. They're not. Well, Roman is. Roman's up there. I mean, but but AJ Styles AJ is up Styles there too. Is yeah. up you know what I mean? There. Like, you I, got like lots of guys who are up there. This is you know this is the best time as far as an even you know a lot of guys. There isn't one guy carrying WWE right now. Uh, but if you but if you put them three together, right? Yes, no, but, yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Nobody's together. look. Yes, nobody's debating it, it, the significance of the shield, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. But you're not hearing me though. But that's the point I'm making. That's why I said that they said they're the workhorses, and they are because when you put the three of them together, nobody's touching them. Well, okay. Well, but the, well, workhorse. It depends how you. Well, it depends how you use the work workhorse. But we'll, we'll move yeah, on from that. That's that's semantics. No, I, no. I hear. I hear what you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying. And I look. I'm good with everything they're doing. And in fact, I actually think the Braun thing is really smart. Because the truth is, there's no world in which you can genuinely buy into the idea that with all and I, I respect that hell out of the Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro. I think they're all. But they're great. not beating the Shield. But there's nothing that has happened that has suggested that there's a world in which the Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro are on the level of the Shield. Correct. You, you can't again. Great. Unless great. you make unless you make the Sheamus and Cesaro the new Miztourage, and uh, you have them be the greatest, one of the greatest factions of all time. Yeah, you're right. I mean. The, they're fine, and they're all good. Like again, this is this is me saying I like all three of those guys. They're all but, I don't I don't I don't love only... Sheamus, but I've come around a little bit. Obviously, the Sheamus Cesaro thing has been a ten and a half. It's been excellent. It's been far better than I could Ford have ever dreamed. Ford is stealing it. their lines. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. But that's not. We're talking about the Shield. Yes, we're, they took down goddamn legacy. You know, evolution. Right? That's what I meant. Not legacy. Sorry. Evolution. They took down fucking evolution. And we're supposed to buy into the idea that the Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro by themselves are on the level. And I think it's particularly when you want to make sure these are the faces, you got to show that they're up against something that's daunting. They just don't look like bullies, basically. There's no world in which the Miz, Cesaro, and Sheamus, again, all respect to them, are daunting to the shield. But the Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Braun Strowman... That's a daunting task, man. That's a daunting task for these three dudes. I thought that was actually, as as sort of weird as it was, I thought it was actually really shrewd. I liked it on the Shield side. I think it's very good for the Shield. It puts them in a very good position. I'm concerned about what it might mean for Braun. Obviously, he's not going to be pinned or anything like that. But even losing, a, you know, he's going to be, you know, taken out of the match somehow. He's going to not necessarily, even if it's a three-on-one, I don't know if I want Braun in that position right now. I hear what you're saying. Why? Um, why? Because I want Braun to be Braun. Well, he's supposed to be the guy that can destroy three people all at once. Like that's that's how you've booked him. Like that- yeah, I I get that, but not it's not three people. It's the 
I, and, I, and I'm not saying that it's going to destroy him, but it's not going to help him at a point where he, you know, we were talking about him last month as this guy should be the face of the company. Uh, we did talk about it that way. That's true. We did? No, we, we, I think we all had a conversation where we were talking we about. We agreed well, I, okay. on that. I, I, if you're saying that you, you would say, you would have never said that because you would have said Roman Reigns. That's fine. But you, Correct, were, very, yes. you were very high on Braun Strowman as well. You I, am, were extremely I still am very high on, I still am very which, high on Which is why yeah. I don't know if I want him in a position to, even if it's in a three-on-one situation, to look bad. I, I, while I understand what you're saying, I don't know how bad anyone can look because we're talking, talking about, about the, the shield. shield. And yes. I and we're talking about the shield and we're talking about one guy versus the shield. I, I and I under I don't think it's I don't think it's going to ruin his career or anything like that. But if it was up to me, I'd put him in a position where he can still look like Braun up until the point where you need to do like this seems like a neutral position for him. Hey, guys, I just thought of something. What if the SmackDown versus Raw Survivor Series match that we get is the Shield versus the New Day? Um, I mean, look, I'm not going to have a problem <laughs> with it, but I, I do think, again, you're going to have a little bit of a difficult – and this is – you know how much I love the New Day – but you're going to have a tough time selling me on the New Will Day you? right now being the on longest the... reigning tag team champion. I hear you. They're the fucking shield. You just told me they were the three workhorses you're that right, run the right. goddamn but, but company. Well, what I'm they are. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, what I what I'm saying is, the, all the New Days will say, "Well, you guys have had the tag team titles twice, and." Mm, you still don't have it as long as our one longest range. I, so... I hear you. I, I'll, I'll give you one other reason. I think that because there are still a few boos here and there for Roman, I think they would be very – they would be opposed to putting him in a spot where he was facing the New Day. The whole point of putting Braun is that. to you know, overcome the odds. Right. Like they, They're very clearly trying to make sure that when this is done – there are no more boos for Roman. And they, again, as we talked about, it's a slow, like, they, they've. It's not going to happen in a week. They've done a good job. It's not ever going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's not going to be a place where there's no boos, because there's, I mean, that's the yes. reality of it. But they want to make it very, they want to get him to the point where he can be a baby face again. And so far, so good. That's why I think Braun is a very good decision here. I think that works really well for that side of things. I, I do think it's a little bit difficult because. Don't you run out of people for the shield to run through at some point? And yeah. maybe that's where Survivor Series needs to be someone from SmackDown, so it's something different. And maybe that's for the wh- shield. That's why you know maybe this isn't going to be a long run for the shield. Maybe it's the shield versus Jinder and the Sings. Maybe it's that, and maybe right after that, Dean Ambrose turns on him, and that's where you go from there. Something like it's that. It's going to be it's going to be the shield for a long time, Aaron. They want Roman Reigns to get cheered. We'll see. Do they think that they could still get shielded if Dean turns on him? That, and that's the thing. I, I, I could... No, they don't think that because they watch all the same shows we watch. Well, and... some... <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I hear you. I hear you. Look, I, so far, so good. I'm going to keep saying this. So far, so good. All in on it. It's the shield. They look like the shield again. I enjoyed it. I I don't know. Somebody said it. Maybe it wasn't as electric as they thought it would be in the crowd in Indianapolis. I thought they got it. Yeah. Thought they got a good. Who, who a, said that? Who said I saw that? that from a few people on Twitter on Monday night. Aaron? Right? Uh, no, no, not it me. wasn't Aaron. Not me. I'm not calling out. This was not like a particular person that I saw say it. I saw it a couple people on Twitter on Monday night. Look, I thought it was good. I thought, I thought everything. I thought everything was really, really good. And, so, and why the fuck does Indianapolis get all these moments? Yeah, that is they, when they started running over all of the things that have happened in they, Indianapolis. They've done a lot <laughs> in Indianapolis. And for some reason, with the, the shield. Came together in right, yeah. The shield broke up in Indianapolis, and then they got reunited in Indianapolis. Fuck this, man! Mike Pence what? doesn't deserve this shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? 
Um, exactly. It's so weird. It is really weird, man. Like, I don't know what to make of it. You it's know, just a weird way that it works out. Do you out. think, like, when shit like that happens, do you think that they, because shit like that happens all the time where it'll be like, this is the same building where he won his first. Yeah, do, do you think that they notice it and they say, hey, it'd be yeah. cool? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think, I think that they is. I, I, for some reason, there was another big moment that happened in Indianapolis, like, last year or something. I can't remember what it is exactly, but I remember them, like, People bringing it up. It was a thing, like on the air, on the thing. Like they want, for whatever reason, I guess they've noticed that big things. I bet you it just started as a coincidence. And at this point, they're like, yeah, it was a coincidence then, but now we're going to play into that, that Indianapolis is a big thing. I mean, I'm, again, I have no problem. It's certain or it cities. Be, or it also could be that, I mean, I don't know what the crowd is like in Indianapolis, but like I don't know what the wrestling fans are like, but it could be a situation where they put these big moments there because they don't know if otherwise they'd be able to sell the place out. Maybe, it's possible, yeah. maybe, or it's because you you feel as though there's less smarks, right? Like that it's, you can't, it's a good crowd. You know, it's going to have people there, so you're not doing it in front of like seven thousand dead fans, right? But it's not going to it's be not Chicago, Philly, New it's York, not, yes, right, correct. Um, so we now know that Asuka will face Emma in her first match on, uh, in the, on the main roster. Uh, I know that makes, uh, Aaron very happy. I'm livid with the fact that it's not Alicia Fox. Um, I did think I was that, hoping it was, I was hoping that it would be Bailey, honestly. Why? Cause you just think it's good for her to sort of like have Get her head kicked in. Yeah. Right. Like I one, think it's good for, I think it's good for Bailey to lose, but I also yeah. think it's good because they have, they have a past and a background that right. she can build off of. I, I like, I like the idea of. It's Oscar. We're going to put. We we don't want that back. We're going to save that background. It's there. We want Oscar to come out and be the most dominant buzzsaw Oscar that you can possibly be. And Emma is. The I think that AJ makes a relevant point though, right? Which is, I think I, he moved I, to. I think he moved to Bailey quickly. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. I do think that Bailey needs to be brought down a a, a peg. Well, to she build was her. she was one of the first people pinned. Right. So, yeah. I, I mean, but I think you need to keep yeah. to, in order to build her back up. You know what I mean? I, I think, I think that's that. Oh, point. I think that's intentional though. That yeah. she was she was okay. pinned early in that match. Okay. Oh, you think so? Kind of like how uh, it was intentional yeah. that she was put into the match so that she could eat the pin. And you said I was an idiot. And you said <laughs> Emma was in the match to eat the pin at the pay per view. Kind of like that. <laughs> he doesn't forget. He doesn't forget. That's the way he works. Um, kind of like that. So yeah, I'm look. I'm I'm good with it. It'll be fine, and and ultimately you get the result that you want to get out of that, and um, and you go. And Oscar's going to kill you. Yes, <laughs> correct. Oscar is going to kill you. Do, that's do, the way that's do going you think we might get a uh, third women's match? Just the way the ma- the card is setting up, I you know Sasha Bailey and because like a you tag have match so many people in 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 the thing. Obviously, yeah. one of them would end up being on the pre-show if you do it. Right. I but, mean, if they should, they what they probably should do. The pay-per-view is tables, ladders, and chairs. Correct. Yes. You should have one of them be an actual. TLC match? Be, no, like, uh, like probably uh, like a ladder match for the number one contender. Uh, you know, I'm not in favor of throwing all of the women in one match. Somebody, <laughs> somebody tweeted us and was like, I can't wait for Glenn to go off on a tangent about there being a five-way match to face. I, there is something. Okay, there's two things. And they actually referenced this. Like, it's a little bit strange how many people wanted to face Asuka. Like, Y- y'all seen Asuka? Well, come on, <laughs> like, it's it's like it's like uh, Apollo in Rocky Four. He wanted to be the right. one I to hear face you. Drago I hear first, you. so he could like, knock him down. There's a little bit awkward, and no, I don't typically like having. But at least in this one, there was something. There was there was no individual logical choice to be the opponent for Asuka. There was no obvious person. You've already had a number one contenders match. Like you, you there's no obvious. This person clearly has to be the opponent for Asuka on this pay per view. 
yeah, it seems unlikely that you would have Sasha Banks and Bailey both not be on a pay-per-view. Like, that doesn't seem like something that they want to do uh, on the WWE. So do you make it Sasha Banks and Bailey against Dana, Dana Brooke? And, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, like, that makes sense. Sure. I mean, like, it, you need, you need, and you probably will need a match to fill the card, so why not? By the way, that also leaves Nia Jax not having a... No, I think Nia, I think what they're going to end up doing is uh, Mickey James is going to look like she's going to win, and then Nia is going to come out and help Alexa win. Okay. And All maybe right. that's the ladder match, and so you yeah. have her to, Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting, too. Uh, there was something else, wasn't there? What are we, what are we forgetting? As on far Mickey as... James is going in the Native American Music Hall of Fame, which yeah. is... Which is super weird. <laughs> <laughs> which well, I, I didn't know was a thing, yeah, but... I, I admit that I... Props to her. Yeah, yeah. no, I, hey, man. If it involves praising Mickey James, I'll sign me up right away. Uh, there was... And her promo, her promo cutting down Alexa, She's... that whole segment, her with Alexa and Alexa back with her... Was gold. Yes. Um, Mickey's been great. Yeah, Mickey's great. Right, yeah. And, you know, it, it part of me pains me that outside of her, her original run with Trish, her arguably her two biggest storylines at this point have been Piggy James and you're too old to be here. But, you know. Whatever. It works. Whatever. She's she's awesome. What what, what else are we forgetting from Raw? Uh, Sister Abigail. Made oh, right. Parents. Well, first of all, we have to deal with the fact because um, uh, our buddy Conrad from the Bruce Pritchard show uh, retweeted AJ the other night and his tweet about uh, Finn Balor, and so a lot of people uh, caught wind of that. I this one's an interesting one for me. AJ, your beef is that you think Finn Balor is des- is doing the same promos as Roman Reigns and the crowd. No, no, no. I th- I don't think he's doing the same promos as Roman Reigns worse. at all. I think he's doing worse than Roman Reigns. Because I think Roman Reigns was coming out with the intention not to say much and sound like a tough badass, right? I think Finn Balor is going out there with the intention to get crowd reaction from what he's saying. And, he and instead, he's say. getting no reaction right. because he's just saying generic wrestler one promo, generic wrestler two promo, right. generic wrestler three promo. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give two responses. One, this is insane that we're still doing this with he and Bray Wyatt, yes. right? Like, th- this is... There is no it explanation as to why this is continued and, and what any of this is doing to help someone. And I, I guess ultimately we're getting Sister Abigail out of it, but I, I don't want Sister Abigail based on that last segment. Right? Like I yeah. So I do I think that's Why don't you want it? You didn't think that was cool? No. I don't know. I thought I thought the moment thought was, was really okay. Cool. Yeah, I thought the moment was okay. I probably disagree with Aaron a little bit here. I thought the moment was was okay. I still I I think I'm so uninterested in this to begin with. That it's not having the impact that it should have. Like, the Sister Abigail moment should be a big moment. And it's just not feeling that way to me because there's no... Why is this still happening? Why are these two guys still doing this when it's very clear who's better between the two of them? Like, what... But the, but that's the thing. is that I, think the, I think the plan was to establish Sister Abigail as Bray Wyatt's version of the demon. Then why hasn't it come out before? And that would be what I would argue for. Like, don't because wait... She, because she had to die and come back like Jesus. She... <laughs> She died a while ago. That's why. That's who. And they killed her again. Yeah, they Remember, killed they her went again. back yeah. and re-killed. They the, made sure if she wasn't dead enough the first time, <laughs> right, they, they killed, killed her. her again. Right. Yeah. My point being, just like you know, not everybody's resurrection story is the same. I know, as a newfound Jew, Aaron, that you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're well, there fellow, is no Jesus. Right. Your fellow yeah. Jew, Jesus. He came back in three days, but sometimes if I'm if I'm Jewish, I can't agree yes, to right. that. That's true. Superman, uh, he died at the end of the last 
uh, Justice. Um, sorry, the Batman vs Superman movie. And guess Thanks what? A lot, Dick. He, he's gonna come back. In the... He's gonna come back, and it's not gonna be three days. It's gonna be a year or two years or whatever. The hell what they about do it. what about Agent Coulson though? What about his resurrection story? Well, he went to Tahiti, and Tahiti is right. a wonderful place. <laughs> it is. A, it is a wonderful place. Look, I I don't really care about the time period of how long it's taken. I hate Kate the fact that we're doing this in a. I already have my answer between these two dudes. So if, if Sister Abigail beats the demon... So does that mean Bray's Sister Abigail has to be Sister Abigail from now on? I, guess, I mean, one, I guess. And then two, I still know who's better between the two of them because Finn already beat him twice. So, like, what... I don't agree with the timing within this feud of doing... If you were going to do this, I think that you needed to either have the two of them split the first two matches, right... Like, you needed to do something in order to justify this. There's no, but that, that's my point. Is it, it, This is what's clarifying Sister Abigail as, like, a dominant force. Well, that, is that, the fact that now he's going to win the match. Okay, if, and if Bray wins and that ends the feud, and then where do you go with both of them? Because then, then you're established that Bray you can't, beat, any, Bray can't can, beat anybody, but Sister Abigail can, so he's Sister Abigail. That's not Ab- true. That's not what you established. You established that Bray lost to Finn Balor. Bray was the WWE champion. He beat a lot of people. Right, but he lost to Finn Balor twice. Okay. And, and that's not insignificant. And he didn't, and and he he didn't lose the title Randy Orton twice? Yeah, well, he didn't the, lose to John Cena twice? He didn't lose to Roman Reigns That was part twice? of the problem. That's part of the problem is that yeah. you're saying that Bray Wyatt but can he's beat also, all these people. But, he, but, he's just, also, but he's also beat Dean Ambrose twice. And he's beat Seth Rollins twice. So what is your point? My point is that if you were going to do this, you don't have the other guy win twice and then do it. There's no justification. Why in the world is Finn Balor still involved with this? What reason because does he Bray have to Wyatt care? Because Bray Wyatt is stalking him. Because Bray Wyatt is stalking him, which has been the point. Literally, he won the match, and the next night, Bray didn't have a segment. Bray was not on TV at all. But at the end of his match, because he was still stalking him, he had the child sing, and it was like the eeriest moment ever. And guess what? He, because he was still stalking him, it worked. Out of kayfabe, why is this still happening? What do you mean? I, I, look, I, I don't really care about out of kayfabe, in kayfabe. Well, but, but, I, my but my answer, if, if when, when Bray Wyatt tries to talk to me, if I'm Finn Balor, I say, Guy, this is over. I don't care about you. You can stalk me all you want. I've already proven myself. Like, th- I just don't think this works, having someone face somebody a third straight time. And, then, no- and so you think, uh, you guys love to talk about this. As a baby face, do you think that it would be a good look for Finn Balor to turn down an opportunity to fight someone just because yes. he had already beat him? Yes, when he's already beat him but twice. Th- you, don't, you don't think that makes him look like he's running away from a fight, which makes him look less credible? Well, now, now Finn Balor's fighting a woman, and that's not very face-like either. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, I, also, kidding. also, I I don't think I sound like that at all. <laughs> I don't think that's I what I sound mix, like. I was doing a mixture. Oh, you're trying to combine oh, both sure? of us? Okay. Fair enough. I thought that was just your generic white guy voice. Is that what you're no, doing? Right there? Paul, this is my generic white guy voice. <laughs> the the Chappelle white guy Sounds a lot voice. like the Dave Chappelle generic yeah. white yeah, guy yeah, voice. Yeah, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good white voice. Right, right here at Pop Copy. <laughs> yes. Um, yo, I am your manager, B. <laughs> Um, I don't know what I was doing here. Oh, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I just, God, I hate saying it. I just, I've got no juice for this at all. I don't, I don't care. I don't think we should be doing it again. It feels like I, either something was, I, and I would probably feel different if they had just changed the outcome of one of the first two matches. And, and I, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I watched a segment with two non-wrestling fans, and both of them at the end of the segment said, who is that guy? I hate him. He scared the shit out of me. 
Okay, I mean that's I, that's good. That's that then accomplish something. I mean, yeah. I'll give him that. I I didn't feel it, but if that's what happened, that's what happened. And I well, you're just a smart asshole. So well, I the, okay. I mean, that's not you're <laughs> I mean, not yeah. wrong. I mean, I'm you not telling you're wrong anything, about anything though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back in, Chris Saban's going to join us. A big weekend on tap for Ring of Honor. We will talk to him next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. The Parkcell Early Phase Unit at Harbor Hospital is looking for healthy males and females ages 18 to 85 to volunteer for a clinical research study. Length of participation and number of visits vary by study. If you qualify, you may receive compensation ranging from $1,200 to $8,500 upon completion. For more information, please visit our website or call 1-877-617-8839. Call now. Shouting out segment number three, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event, AJ Francis. And joined now, boys, by a man who's had a pretty good couple of weeks as once again a Ring of Honor tag team champions, the Motor City Machine Guns, now getting ready for Global Wars this weekend, including Sunday night on pay per view from Chicago. It is a pleasure to welcome in Ring of Honor star Chris Saban. Chris, it's good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. No, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Everything good, I assume, right? Like, how could life be better for you right now? Hey, life is good, man. You know, being a tech team champion is never a bad thing. No doubt about that. You know, this is your first time being Ring of Honor Tag Champs. You've been tag champs, single champs all over the place. Oh, wow, I didn't even realize that. Holy crap. What, What does it mean to you to finally win that title? Uh, it means a lot, you know. Um, Motor City Machine Guns first debuted in Ring of Honor in 2007, so we have a history that goes back to that company about 10 years. So it's been, you know, um, a 10-year journey that has paid off. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, I, there's got to be an itch right at some point. Like, really, we're doing this for 10? No, no. Like, I imagine at some point you got to say something, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we we were never there consistently, you know. Right. Uh, you know, we we kind of just popped in here and there, but we've also had title shots that we were unsuccessful in uh, throughout those years. And then, you know, we've been together uh, over a year now um, in Ring of Honor as our main promotion. And so, you know, it might have been getting a little frustrating there for a little bit being, uh, you know, we had a team in a number of years before we reunited in Ring of Honor. So to add a little getting used to, a little uh, kinks to work out and everything, just get into the groove of things. But I think we're finally there and, uh, we proved that by becoming the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. You you won titles all over the place. Obviously, TNA, you won yep. in Japan. You, you've won the Cruiserweight title here in MCW in our neck of the woods. How did this uh, title win compare to some of those other ones? Uh, you know, winning a title never gets old. You can say that. You know, it's 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 always a cool thing. It's always um, like validation for your hard work, uh, you know, and of course, you know, when you can represent a company that has the best tag team in the world, uh, best tag teams in the world, without a doubt, you know, it's such a competitive tag team division with the teams they use in Ring of Honor and the teams they bring in from uh, New Japan and whatnot. Uh, to be the champion of a company like Ring of Honor, it's it's truly an honor. Well, I would imagine it's more because you beat the Young Bucks to win the titles, right? Like, that's a pretty effing big deal. Yeah, it's definitely a big deal. I mean, Young Bucks are easily you know, the most popular act in professional wrestling outside of WWE. And, you know, they've done things that 
no other team has done, no other act, no other person, no one outside of WWE has done the things that they've done and gained such popularity. Um, you know, obviously outside of back in the day when WCW and ECW were still around, of course, but, uh, yeah. So to to be able to beat the young bucks, you know, people notice that because people love the young bucks, people know them. So they're going to notice when we beat them. Chris, you know, it's any wrestling fan would say that they, you can tell the difference between an American crowd, even crowds within America, like a Chicago crowd and a green Bay crowd are not the same. Obviously, um, a, a British crowd is not the same as an American crowd. A Japanese crowd is, is different from all of those. What do you have to change about your style? Like how you sell moves when you go over to Japan and wrestle? Uh, I think you just have to be able to adapt to, um, the people you're working with, you know, uh, there's obviously there's main styles of wrestling. There's American style, there's Japanese style, there's uh, Mexican style and there's British style. And, uh, I think just be, you know, you need to study every style of pro wrestling. You need to uh, be able to, whenever you go over to these countries, you need to be able to adapt to their style. So, um, you know, I think you just need to study before you go, maybe, um, cram in a little extra study and, um, wherever before you go wherever you're going to go you know before you go to japan it's good to watch some matches over there uh just get a little feel for what the style is get a feel for the crowd see what it's like and and that's the same if you're going to go to mexico if you're going to go to england uh just realize that there's differences in these places and just be able to adapt to those differences yes chris saban he joins us here on jobbing out as we are getting ready this weekend for really a huge set of shows and global wars for ring of honor can you take me through what this whole this whole partnership, this whole relationship, um, has meant the Ring of Honor to you guys as performers, to all these opportunities to, um, to 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 do work with just different guys that maybe you wouldn't have had the chance to work with before, and the international attention that sort of comes with this. How significant is a weekend like this one for you guys? Uh, it's a, it's a really big deal. Um, the American fans, aside from you know watching online or if they have somehow watch new japan pro wrestling on television uh this is they don't get to see new japan wrestling live um so this is a big deal for them you know and then to to mix uh in my opinion the two best rosters in the business ring of honor and um new japan wrestling on one show like i mean i think that's a huge treat for the fans i think it'll do good business and i i think i don't really see any negatives in it at all i think it'll just be overall uh, good thing for everyone, including the company and the fans. He is Chris Saban, and he's with us here on Jobbing Out. Chris, um, you mentioned you guys have been together, you and, the, and Alex, the Motor City Machine Guns, for now 10 years. Do, does anything change during that time period? Like, is it still just, I know everything this dude wants to do, this dude knows everything that I want to do. It, no matter where we are, no matter what the arena is, no matter who the crowd is, we've got this whole figured out. Or, or do you adapt that? Does it? Do things change during the course of, of of being tag team partners with someone for as long as you guys have been? Yeah, I think things definitely change. Um, you know, there are certain core parts of our uh, of our team that have stayed the same throughout the years, whether it be a move or a strategy or whatever it may be. But the thing is, the professional wrestling is constantly changing. It's it's a landscape that is. Uh, changes each and every year, and you need to uh, pay attention to what's going on in the world of wrestling, pay attention to what's going on uh, in tag team wrestling, and be able to adapt to whatever, you know, whatever the, whatever's going on. The, you know, the landscape of today's wrestling, you need to be able to fit in. So I think it's been a, 
you know, process of learning and changing. And, you know, I think because we both share such a strong passion for wrestling and we both enjoy shooting ideas back and forth that, um, that's part of the reason why we've been able to stay successful. You know, you, you mentioned that there was there was that break for the uh, Motor City Machine Guns, and you went on to do a lot of great things. You're ex-division champion, TNA champion. Uh, what made you guys decide you want it was time to uh, reform? Did you guys miss it at all when you were doing singles? And, and you know, just kind of how did that happen? Well, I can only speak for myself. I, I miss tag team wrestling. Um, there's a lot more uh, creativity you can inject to the match. Um when you're when you're in there with uh, four guys as opposed to two, and I think it's fun to strategize that way. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry. What, what was the main question again? Just kind of how much did you miss it, and, and what was the trigger that got you guys to say, you know, it's time to get back together? I think Shelly was just ready to uh, start wrestling a lot more in the United States. Um, I think you know he was with New Japan for a number of years before that. And uh, it's, I was ready, he was ready. We were both kind of had our sights on Ring of Honor. We were like, hey, uh, why don't we get the old band back together? And, you know, it just kind of worked out that way. You know, you, I'm going to take it back a decade. Uh, Aaron talked about when you were um, Division X champion. Uh, what's crazy to me is the fact that, you know, it's 2006, you've wrestled Kevin Nash at Slammiversary. Do... Like in that moment, realizing you're at Slammiversary, which is a major pay per view for TNA, um, and you're wrestling Kevin Nash, who's arguably like, if we're talking impact in the wrestling business, he might be on the Mount Rushmore of people that have had impact in the wrestling business. Um, do, how was that moment for you as a performer? Um, I don't think I ever actually wrestled Kevin Nash at Slammiversary. Hmm. Hmm, that could be a botch for AJ. Mm. <laughs> mm. I, I was supposed to wrestle him one year, then he was, ended up being injured. I ended up wrestling <laughs> well, out Shelly. Stunner, stunner, right. You uh, did have the feet. what you're talking about. You definitely had, uh, had interactions with him when uh, Nash was doing the whole X Division thing. But, oh, yeah. yeah, when he was running through the X Division, he was beating because he was beating the show. Uh, who do you go yeah, to? Yeah, Jay he, Lethal. they were doing the. Uh, uh, yeah, Jay Lethal. What what was it called? You know the uh, whatever it was like some sort of competition, right? With the X division guys, yeah, yeah. And all the X division oh, guys. God. Oh God! Oh, we'll be here all day. We'll be here all day. I wasn't yeah. a part of that, unfortunately. I was on the other side, like there. You know, I was the one feuding with Kevin Nash, and then right. Nash was with all the other X division guys, having fun doing you know all that stuff. Okay, like, so the oh, real man, question I is, how much do you hate that. Kevin Nash for never being healthy, so that you could get your feud with Kevin Nash? <laughs> Kevin Nash's quad. Hey, um, uh, Chris. You know, obviously, you you win the titles from the Young Bucks. Now this weekend, as part of Global Wars, you're going up against the Bullet Club, and what an, a goddamn phenomenon that is in in all of professional wrestling. Like, can you put into words what it's like to work with the Bullet Club in and just the impact that that has had on pro wrestling in 2017? Uh, I think the coolest part about working with the Bullet Club is the fact that people love them so much, you know. So when you're in the ring with them, you know that the crowd is going to be into the match and excited about the match because people love the Bullet Club. That That's my favorite part about uh, wrestling with those guys is that, you know, you, you always know you're going to get a good crowd. Um, yeah, I mean, they've this is like, it's like, I don't know if it's on the same scale as the NWO was back in the day, but it's, 
it's a similar feeling, you know, it seems like it's had a similar effect on the wrestling world of people were just ready for something new and something different. And, and, uh, you know, these guys are like, uh, you know, they're like the, uh, the badass guys outside of WWE ready, to, you know, so it's, you know, they've had such an impact. I mean, obviously with the hot topic deal, and then I think I just read something earlier about they're getting a deal with like those pop yeah, Funko pop toys or something. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's only good for everybody. You know, it's especially good for those guys because it's making them rich, but it's also good for <laughs> business outside the WWE as a well, whole because it, it helps everyone out. It gives more opportunities and just brings more attention and more eyes to oh. pro wrestling outside of the corporation. But obviously the Bullet Club has gone beyond, like, a certain group of guys at this point. This is no longer just about, you know, a few guys that started this whole thing years ago. Do you find yourself sort of, like, backstage every now and then being like, hey, man, you know, I – I gotta be honest with you. Being a part of the Bullet Club doesn't sound so bad. If you guys, can I get a saving club shirt? <laughs> yeah, right? like you ever want to consider that? Just you know, I wouldn't mind having my stuff being sold at Hot Topics right now. Yeah, for sure, that would be cool. But also at the same time, you know, you don't want it to have that NWO effect where they just keep adding guys and adding guys and adding guys. It becomes more diluted, more diluted, and then it's just has that not already you know, happened? A fraction of what it once was. You know, I think I think they've been smart about who they have brought in to be a part of the bullet club. And, you know, I, I good for them. I, I don't need to be a part of it. Good for them. What, what do you, what do you think of what, what they did uh, go into raw a few weeks ago? I, I thought it was cool. I didn't actually see the video. I read about it. Uh, so I don't know exactly what happened, but Hey, you know, that's, uh, I guess it was cool. Then the next day, I guess they got the cease and desist letter. So <laughs> I got their attention. Uh, they noticed, <laughs> No doubt about that. No doubt about that. You you got a number of, of great matches lined up for this weekend. You got the the Bullet Club in one match, the Kingdom, uh, Beer City Bruiser and Silas Young have taken a huge step forward over the past year. And then the, on uh, in Chicago on Sunday, that that big eight man where you're teaming with uh, Jonathan Gresham and Jay White, which sounds like the fastest uh, eight man tag team I've ever seen. Any of those matches you're particularly looking forward to? And just what about the weekend are you most looking forward to? Um, you know, I, this is going to be kind of like an old school little tour for me. It's, it's all driving. Um, you know, it's all like Midwest. So these are all shows that I used to do in the, or all, all yeah. cities that I used to do independent shows on. And then, you know, me, uh, Alex Shelley and Jay White are all going to hop in my car. You know, we're going to drive and we're going to go from, uh, you know, Pittsburgh to Columbus to Chicago and then drive back home to Detroit. And, uh, I, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. It's just going to be a cool, like old school, like, indie road trip you know it's gonna remind me of that um but as far as the matches go uh i'm looking forward to every match honestly like you can't really get a bad match in ring of honor uh, no matter who you're gonna be wrestling against they're gonna be good and uh it's going to be fun enjoyable you know everyone has a good attitude so yeah overall it's just gonna be a good weekend uh before oh go ahead you know, go, sorry oh uh, yeah yeah uh before you know when you made your return to ring of honor you uh made your debut match back in Ring of Honor with Kyle O'Reilly, and you see what he's doing now in NXT with the Undisputed Era. Do you think, like, did you think that uh, him and Bobby Fish and Adam Cole would be this hot when they got to NXT? Uh, you know, I I don't know, but I'm happy for them. You know, I always saw, uh, you know, the potential in those three guys to, to do great things like that, to, to be able to, you know, go on and be successful no matter where they wrestled. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's not surprising because of how good those guys are. Um, I mean, you know, I'm happy for them. They're, they're super talented. They're good guys. And, uh, you know, I wish them nothing but success. 
I was going to leave you with something similar. Your name has been one that has come up a million times whenever people talk about where WWE could go to, to bring somebody in. And, and now as you're staring at 35, is it is it something you think about at all? Like, is there some part of you that's like, man, you know, that it'd be cool to go collect those checks one time in my life, something along those lines. I know you're happy with what you're doing. I know you're happy with what you've done. But do you consider that possibility at all? Yeah, I mean, it's in the back of my mind. Uh, it, like, the the drive behind that definitely isn't, isn't the checks. Like, it was never, like, it's the drive behind it is the fact that I grew up watching WWF wrestling, you yeah. know, that it's like, it's something that stems from childhood for me. Like, this, uh, like, that. that's where my love for wrestling, the only wrestling I was able to see on TV when I was a kid was WWF, and then, you know, eventually uh, WCW. But, so that's, that that's kind of like you know that 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 childhood kind of memory and childhood connection where like you know you imagine yourself when you're a kid doing this thing and then you know you work your entire life and then you're successful at it but you were never in that one place that uh sparked your love for it yeah. you know so yeah. so it's always in the back of my mind but at this point you know if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't i've been super lucky and super fortunate to be able to make my living off wrestling for right. since I was 21. So 35 now, you know, if I can basically the main goal, which I will be completely happy with is if I can retire off wrestling, whether that happens or not, I don't know, but that, you know, I would consider myself, uh, you know, happy and content if I was able yeah, to do that. N- never have to work a day in your life. Right. Like that's the, uh, that's well, the idea. Well, yeah, I, I guess, I guess there's a little bit of work. I used to involved. work at Subway, you know, I used to be a sandwich artist. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit better than that, I'm guessing. I'm guessing this is a, a bit of a step up from your days <laughs> as a, a sandwich artist in Subway. No offense to them, you know, and, they're, and they're, what they're doing. Hey, Chris, yeah, right. what what can we plug for you, man? Um, social media, T-shirts, anything like that? What can we uh, drive people to? Uh, well, I mean, I the only social media I have is Twitter. Um, it's at Super Chris Saban. Uh, other than that, I don't have Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. I, I'm just not a big social media guy, I guess. But, you know, I try to, um, you know, keep in touch with all that and keep up with uh, everything that's happened on the internet through Twitter. Uh, other than that, that's about it. Well, there you go. That's We'll keep it simple. And we'll just tell everybody to make sure they're checking out Global Wars this week. And, again, Sunday night, uh, the show from Chicago, available on pay-per-view, iPay-per-view. So you can check that out there. As always, go to ROHwrestling.com in order to find out more. Hey, Chris, so happy to see you guys killing it. Uh, as always, uh, congratulations on uh, winning the tag titles again, or uh, for the first time first. in Ring of Honor, yes. but tag titles again in general. And uh, enjoy this weekend. It should be really, really fun. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Very cool. Appreciate Chris Saban uh, hopping in with us. AJ, do you want to go ahead and uh, accept your botch, or what do you want to do here? What about you uh, accepting yeah. your botch? We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm a man. I'm not Aaron. I can admit when I was wrong. So I was wrong. <laughs> um, Aaron's going to nitpick because well, you did say I said once one, again, then, Ring of Honor yes, tag team champions. This was the first time they the ever first time they've been Ring of Honor tag team yes. champions. However, they have of course been tag team champions yes. in TNA and things along those lines. Look, as always, this is a Brian Powell decision. I think that the one with AJ is the more obvious one that that, that yes. he will hit him for. I will allow Brian to make his decision on whether or not I deserve a botch because I said. Once again, Ring of Honor tag team champions when they have only – this is the first time they've been tag champions in Ring of Honor. It's not the first time they've been tag champions. So I'll let Brian Powell sort through that and decide what he may about that. Although, I think you, I don't think that you should get a botch, Glenn, but I'm also not a piece of shit. I mean, 
So who is a piece of shit? That's the question. <laughs> the, the guy, the guy Wait who thinks you should this, get a botch. This, this is the guy who's <laughs> nitpicking every little word to try to get the botch towards the end of the last one. Let's 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 uh, jump into the quick count for All this right. week. Let's do that right now. Um, we'll go off the reservation, but it's not far far off the reservation well, because it's a WWE guy calling out. You know the young bucks. That's not particularly oh, off. That's the where resume. we're going first. The rev- everything else is WWE, isn't it? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the well, only one, well, the only did... one that's all at all off the reservation is well, this one. NXT. We've gone off the reservation. For oh, I, but... we did. That was a, quite the stretch <laughs> on our part. Yes. Uh, but any, anyway, fine. We'll we'll talk with about Roman Reigns here. Um. So Roman Reigns was on a radio show and he was talked about. He was talking about Braun Strowman and he was talking about how big of a star Strowman was. And then he used it to – he was talking about how kind of unique Strowman was in, in the landscape. And then he kind of pivoted and said this, seemingly unprompted, uh, basically called out the Young Bucks. And no offense to any of these guys. We don't need guys running around doing two sweets. We don't need guys acting like they're DX from 20 years ago. We need original characters, guys who are themselves um, – went on to say some more, you know, said, you know, Owens, Rollins, all these other guys are original um, – the box came back and said, you know, you expect old timers and shock jocks to bury you, but not current young top guys that you respect. Very disappointing. Um, so. Uh, I don't have a hot take for this. Yeah. I, don't... I can see why the young bugs are pissed off about it, but Roman's also not wrong. Well, <sighs> okay. I think the young bugs are a little bit different than, than Roman's giving them credit for. And also, I don't know how much Roman pays attention to the young bucks. I think it's great for the young bucks that Roman Reigns is talking about them, frankly. I think it's a really. I mean, if, if they were just guys copying, they aren't. You know, the first, like like Chris said, the first guys to get hot topic deals, the first indie guys to right. get Funko Pop deals. Like they are genuinely a wrestling phenomenon. Correct. Right now. Yes, all factual. All that being said, I think this ultimately is very good for the young bucks. Roman Reigns is one of the top human beings in all of professional wrestling right now. If Roman Reigns went out of his way to bring you up in an interview, that's saying something. That's not nothing. In well, especially fact, if it was out of nowhere, and usually if it's out of nowhere, that means it came from the top somewhere. Right. It makes you think that, like, it's... I don't think Roman Reigns goes off script a right. lot. exactly. I think that he's been given the, you know, dude, you're, if you're going to play this role, you know what you talk about, you know what you don't talk about. I don't think that he goes and chooses to say something about the Young Bucks if there's not a reason that he's going and choosing to say something about the Young Bucks. Look, we know the WWE's tried to bring the Young Bucks in before, and the Young Bucks said, we don't, you know, we're, we're doing well enough. We don't need this. Like, we, we can control what we're doing here. And I don't know if you've seen, but we're pretty fucking popular. And we're making a lot of money. And we have control of what we want to do. So, yeah, we're good. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the WWE still eyed the Young Bucks and said at some point we'd... Why, why wouldn't the WWE want them? Right. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I feel like, I feel like their addition would go better than the Hardys have. Uh, I think they'd be, I think they'd be hotter than the way the Hardy. Yeah, I mean, like yes. obviously the fact that it wasn't the Broken Hardys, the fact that what you got was just Team Extreme. I, I would was agree. Braun was going to break Matt. I thought that was going to be the perfect thing there. It would be really. That would have been a really good moment. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I think if the Young Bucks showed up tomorrow, it would be they'd be rock stars. But I, I don't know what reason. What's changed for the Young Bucks that suddenly? Unless they throw more money at right, it. right, and, and short of the um, an amount of money that they can't possibly say no to. But our understanding is the Young Bucks do quite well. They do quite well. It would have to be a lot more than most of these indie guys are getting. But, you know, they have... How much do the Young Bucks make? 
no one knows for sure. It's just so hard to tell because a lot of it's. Uh, I mean, so no, we, well, we, well, hang on, 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 on. We talked to who do we talk to recently? It's it's around That's about two hundred. Oh, I two, think we two, heard three. it was more than that. I, I've heard two to three usually is. I the, thought we talked to somebody recently who said they're at a point where they are by any measurable standard they are wealthy. Well, two or three hundred thousand a year for each of them is I, measurably I, wealthy. I, I hear what you're saying, but I. I thought it was more than that. Like for the, the understand. I God, I wish I could remember who. And it, it might. Be, I don't. I don't recently. know what their latest negotiations. Yeah. You know, they just signed. Well, but, but I'm talking about way more than just what they're getting from. Well, no, I know. Obviously, how big is? Yeah. You know, they they sell more merchandise than anybody. Correct. They they sell more more merchandise than some WWE. Correct. People. Like it, Correct. it's a fact. Um, I don't know exactly how much they no, make. Is off there of a, is there a day? Do where they, they sell? Say, do they sell more than Roman Reigns? No, no not more than Roman Reigns. Oh, but okay. Roman Reigns also. Do they sell? Do they sell more than Seth Rollins? I don't know. I don't think so. But, but do they sell more than Dean Ambrose? <laughs> no, they don't sell more than the Shield. What are you getting at, Senator? <laughs> oh, okay. Just making sure. Now, that if the you put the Young Bucks in WWE, would they sell more? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't. I don't uh, know. I, I was just making sure that the Shield were the three workhorses of <laughs> <in> WWE. <laughs> what a piece of shit! Uh, look, look. I we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I have no idea what to make of it, but I do think it's very fascinating that Roman Reigns is talking about the Young Bucks at all. Yeah. Um, I think Correct. that's really interesting. Uh, next, uh, cool moment from uh, NXT. From MCW. Well, yeah, for MCW. For from MCW NXT, from yes. NXT, Leo's supposed to make his debut, and uh, the Velveteen Dream attacks him, and that's just wonderful. No, it's super cool. It's amazing. It's super cool. Um, when I saw it happen, I shit my britches. I remember he was tweeting us all about, like, there's, or he's texting, he's like, he's, he's, dude, there's going to be a moment, there's going to be a moment yeah, in, in October. What like, cra- was crazy is, like, uh... Like, the way it was set up, like, the way they filmed it, I thought that it would be last week. Okay. But th- it ended up being this week. So, like, last week, you guys didn't talk. Like, nobody, like, talked about it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't watch NXT because I don't If I've been, I already know what happened, so I don't need to watch. Um, but, like, it's just crazy. Like, when it was going on, I saw, like, because where I was sitting was in the top, like, in the back corner like if you're looking at the ring from the hard camera i'm in the top left corner up there in the bleachers and uh what happened to your hook man i thought <laughs> yeah, i you thought were, you were doing you better were, you than were front that, row man. aj come on no those seats are sick up there i mean i also because of that i was i'm in the background uh the street profits yeah, yeah so that was dope um i don't think that's happened yet has it not that i know of. i don't think yeah, so. our twitter will probably blow up when it does but when uh uh, when, when I was watching and like because of where my seat was, you guys have you guys been to the NXT arena? I have not. Uh, I have no. not. Well, you guys are missing out. It's amazing. I agree. Well, with yes, that. we yeah. don't live in Orlando. Uh, you guys got to come down into an NXT show. Um, but uh, he came through like the like main entrance. Patrick came. Uh, Patrick came through the main entrance. Velveteen Dream came through the main entrance where all the fans come in like so i saw him walking in i was like holy shit what's about to happen and then he jumps the the guardrail and attacks leo and i lose my monkey shit was 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 jess in the ring at that moment i no. somebody told me that like that 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 there was that she, there was a connection or maybe she worked something else on that show during the course of the taping like that, there was it was like a a true MCW night. Yeah, I didn't. She worked. Uh, what I think she worked. There was a women's match on the show, and, and she, she was worked, the okay. Yeah, she All was right. the ref for okay. that. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't paying close enough attention when I when I when I saw that, so I didn't know. But yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's just awesome. It's 
incredible, those guys. It's it's a remarkable story, and um, you know, it looks like they've got MCW is the biggest. Uh, even oh, I, well, I guess I was gonna say MCW is like the biggest indie in in uh, the America, but no. Aaron Aaron already told us that they're not because Patrick Clark actually learned everything in uh, NXT. Yes, because that's what de- I said. Because he's a developmental talent. Because so. uh, it took him, it took him two years to yes, get to to oh get NXT. God. So it makes me so happy when he does it. It makes me really happy when he goes back. It does. I can't. I can't. I can't lie. I get really happy when he goes back to it. All right, and uh, finally, some interesting news from Alita. Yeah, Alita was doing an interview, uh, and uh, she dropped the the little bit of nugget that it's been discussed at least somewhat heavily to bring in women's tag titles. Um. You know, sounds great. I think you'd have to unite I, the the two divisions. brands, right? Yeah. I don't think you have enough. But the other thing I would say is, why can't we get concurrent storylines <laughs> before we worry? But like this, this smells to me again. That we don't know what to do unless there's a belt involved for the women, and that's it. Should not be that hard. I, I credit. We had, of course. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but we had. Shark. You actually wouldn't. You actually wouldn't need to uh, to make. To join the well, you would technically be joining the rosters, but if you just said that the women's tag team title is on Raw, and anybody that wants to compete for it has to come on Raw, SmackDown wrestlers would be able to come. Just just like how two hundred five live people are really at SmackDown, and nobody's stupid enough to think that they're not. Uh, no, they're not. They're there for two hundred five live. AJ, not they sure. They do not have you... SmackDown contracts. Yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I get it. I, I don't know how you go about doing it. And, again, I just don't know. How, how about we work on writing something for the women? I don't know if you guys remember, but we had a Charlotte Flair on the Jobbing Out last week. Oh, not sure if you've, you've heard of her. She <laughs> oh, was oh, on, oh, oh, woo, not who. Yeah, right? she, was on, uh, she was on this show, Jobbing Out, last week. And I asked her about this topic because, boy, is it this quite— was, this, was, this was like a week after we had Goldberg on, This right? was the week after we had Goldberg on. No offense to Chris Saban, who was fine this week, but— uh, Just getting champions row. That's that is true. We had done that. Um, I, you know, I brought it up with her, and I thought she handled it appropriately. But I thought you could hear it, like in her voice. You know, like she was like, "I'm not going to speak for everybody," but like, I think she's always hear... been very careful and very well, good. And at she's it, yeah. this is the Roman Reigns thing that we were just yes. talking about. Like she knows she's yep. she's she gets how the business works. Um, Speaking of Charlotte, does she win it at Starcade? We didn't yes. talk about that. I, I think it's Starcade. Okay, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Make a lot of sense. Um, my point being that, like, until you prove that you can do that, why are you worrying about anything else? Like, you. There, but there's... here's the thing, though. That's what they're trying to prove is that because we all know that WWE has problems creating storylines that don't revolve around a title belt. So they just have to so, have more title belts. So they add another. I mean, we, what do we have now? Fifteen. Yeah, I mean, right. so then they just add another women's tag team title belt, and then now there's two storylines because there's a tag team title storyline and a a single title storyline. It doesn't have to always be a belt. It's not that hard. God. All right. Very good. Let's wind down you for the week. You wouldn't pop to see uh, Sasha and Bailey be the inaugural women's tag team title champion? Uh, no. I believe you mispronounced Alicia Fox and Emma. I believe that you got that <laughs> incorrect. All right. Uh, let's wind down for the week. Uh, AJ, what are we plugging for you, sir? Uh, you know, Olympic gold, the music video is going to come out this Friday. So, uh, it's a big time. Um, I'm expecting it to be, to get some heavy traction. And I think that everybody involved, uh, with my album is excited for this, this run that I'm about to set up. And I'm just really grateful for 
Uh, everybody from not only from this show, but anybody that's been out there listening to my music, uh, it's been really dope uh, to hear people talk about my music and say things like say that they're like I have people, you know, DM me and say, you know, that this music, man, like it really speaks to me, like it helps me like with a situation that I'm going through or like it helps it helps me with something that I've gone through in the past, blah, 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 blah. And, and it really is a dope experience for me. So I'm just really grateful for that right now. Um, you can follow me on any social media at AJ Francis 410, um, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all at AJ Francis 410. Um and uh, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm I'm still you know scouting kids for the Francis Sports Academy. I um actually might be in a movie. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, that what did be... John Cena just? Yeah, right. In Transformers. Transformers? Uh, no, nah, it's a it's a movie filmed in New Orleans. Um, I will find out probably this weekend whether I'm going to be uh, in it or not. It starts. The filming starts so on. So what you're 13th. saying is we're all going to New Orleans. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for doing the show there. I am all for taking the show on the road. Uh, we can scout out WrestleMania uh, weekend while we're down there. There we go. I am a fan of yeah. that plan. I like that a lot. Very cool, man. Very, very cool. Uh, at AJ Francis 410, as uh, he said, uh, give him a follow. Aaron, uh, you're on Twitter. At the Aoster. The show's Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. Uh, email. Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone. Uh, I'll have uh, this interview go up on uh, the Baltimore Sun. And uh, I'm actually working on something a little bit out there around the fact that WWE, the video game's coming out. So oh, okay. kind of looking more at the, because Bailey was out at the Nintendo Championships and obviously Xavier Woods and Kenny Omega. So kind of the growing uh, relationship between wrestling cool. and video games. Cool. Very good. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. Thanks again to Chris Sabin from Ring of Honor for joining us uh, for Aaron Oster and for the main event. I'm Glenn. Oh, you're supposed to repeat that, aren't you? Yeah, you cut me off. My bad. I was going to do like a little, I was going to, I was doing, I was trying something new. But well, keep going. All right. Well, fair enough. I effed it up. We'll try it again next week, gang. I'm Glenn. <laughs> this is Ben jobbing out. Vent. 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 Yeah, coming